0: Today's episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by the one, the only, Shop Shop Tour Bus. Bus. Head over to ShopTourBus.com. That is ShopTourBus.com. Where paradise awaits. That is where paradise waits on the crest of a wave. You know what? They have the baddest Grateful Dead inspired merchandise on the planet.
1: I like their little one-liner. It says... We make tees, hoodies, and stickers for deadheads, shipped in one-of-a-kind boxes. Boom.
0: It's as That's simple as I that. That's <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we really go over the top every week telling you about Shop bus Just order something from them. It's yeah. going to come in a really awesome box. There's going to be all kinds of cool stuff on the inside. You're going to get free shipping when you use the promo code NoSimpleRoad. No simple road. And... Some of you are going to get miracle with a real live, grateful bootleg. dead cassette tape Dang, bootleg. A bootleg. So go to ShopTourBus.com online. Go check them out at shoptourbus on Instagram. Put in the promo code No Simple Road and hook yourself up with some fresh duds, man. Concerts are coming back. You don't want to walk into that first concert back in that sweaty old fresh. ratty piece of shit you were wearing last. <laughs> yeah, that's you that's, that's what I'm saying. Old shirt. No, Come no, two unless doo-doo. your first <laughs> show <laughs> is
1: you know something that requires a little grease.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, don't well you could listen to mel or you could listen to me it's up to you <laughs> if you want to be fresh listen to me
1: <laughs>
0: shoptourbus.com
2: Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous Stringdusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back
3: on the airwaves for season 4, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dive, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from the Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from his Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out and thanks for listening.
1: We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and Collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere.
3: Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world class musicians like O'Till Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, nikki Glaspie, the Fab foe and Sean Colvin, and so many more.
0: At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes. Evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co write, workshop, and perform with like minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattingale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
4: No simple road. No simple work. No simple rub. No simple rub.
0: I'm smart. I know things. You sure? Yeah. What do
3: you, what do you know? I don't, I don't, what do you know? I know oh, where I'm going to. Don't look at me in that like tone of voice. Things life is showing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey now, no simple <laughs> road family. What's happening? Welcome do you back. Know?
1: Singing. Where you going
0: to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? <laughs> Do you know Simple Road Family?
1: Some things I don't like that life is showing me. I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest, right now.
0: Yeah, I, what was, we were watching yeah, it's that. That's a mixed bag, that's for sure. That yeah. video and the guy's like, a lot of people are saying just sit back and watch the movie. And you know what? This movie fucking sucks right now. I don't well, want to watch it. I mean,
1: not, not this specific day, but I just mean like... You know. In general, it's yeah. it's
3: a mixed bag because you know what's happened since last week. Dar- oh shit! Sorry, what?
1: Darwin's breath we- is so bad, and he's breathing <laughs> on me right in my face. He's <laughs>
3: having little. It, Darwin is down. having little issues over here. He's down. got the two. He needs to go out or he's, something. Okay, so Darwin's been dismissed. <laughs> he's been evicted. <officially out. laughs> he went to go deal with his problems <laughs> and hang Darwin out and with the writer. But it was not yeah. Nothing. So so what's happened since last week well, is. There's been a whole lot of shows announced. Yeah, man. Tours. The the concert industry had diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's getting happy and burned on tickets at the same time. Uh, There's lotteries going on. We need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. There's hubbub and hullabaloo. But we got tickets for some things. We're sitting pretty. Dude. I mean, we got nothing. We ain't got nothing Mm. over here. But shit, we're going to see fish a few times. We got good oh, things it's coming be, up. It'll be a hell of a hell of a summer.
0: Yeah. Just it couldn't have happened at a better time. But before before we get into all that, I just wanna say how lucky all of you that are listening right now are, because our guest this week is John Morgan
1: Kimmock. Wow. So, so that's all I can say about that. Yeah.
0: Wow is a good word to use for this conversation. This was like Instant connection, instant friendship, instant kindred spirit. It was a, like, the word that comes to mind for this conversation is simpatico. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, you meet somebody and you know that you're, you're on the same frequency and, and that I think the thing that astounded me the most about talking with John was that we struggle with some of the same, like, inner head trips. The, the voices and things. Yeah, and, like the noise in yeah. our heads and stuff like that. And it, it's not, that's not a very, um, like, that doesn't come out in conversation very often. No, with, no, it's in, the things that most people don't talk about casual conversation, yeah. So. Usually keep that shit yourself, but
3: <laughs> the voices, man. That's what's great about this. You get to hear him talk about it, and you talk about it. And it it comes out.
0: Yeah, and it, and it felt really good to like have somebody get it like that, and and on that level, and like you too, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys, this is this is super rad. And John, thanks, thanks again for coming on the show, man. Mm-hmm. It it meant a lot to us and. You know, I I see that you're a busy human being right now. Well, and, right
1: here, uh, I wrote it down. He's a podcaster. He's a drummer. He's a composer. He's a producer. He's a dad. He's a son. He's dope.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he's and now that music's back, he is a busy, busy. Yes, dude. he is playing with Oteil, playing with Karina Reichman and and uh, John Medeski. Like yeah, he's doing, got a lot
1: going on.
3: Doing
0: all, released his album Hikiko Mori which which is amazing. Yes
3: it is. It, it, it that, that that came at a good time when the when we got this a, a few months back and listened to it. It's one of those nights it's it's like instrumental ambient ambient music that I don't know it's different. Therapy music. And and it's different than other stuff out there. Where I've listened to it several times like like I like to listen to this stuff going to bed and this one's this one's busy. It tickles certain things in mm-hmm. your head like it, it create it created uh, like like great dreams for me, like weird <laughs> kind of twisted. Because I love going to sleep to stuff like this. Anyway, that <laughs> no, the, hey man, that
0: that's oh, yeah, rad. that's part of it. Yeah, and I think that the I mean we discuss it in the interview, but what he, I think we did anyway. What Hikikomori really means, you know, is the term they use in Japan for like an entire generation of people that are shut in, that like have completely cut themselves off from the outside world. And we all just went through 14 months <sighs> yeah. of that here. And, um, uh, so it couldn't be more well-timed and went? well-placed. Well, it, I, it's things are opening up. Grow- yeah, yeah. It's not like it was man. And <clears throat> like Apple said, I mean, just the fact that tours are being announced
3: and shows are happening. I, and states are opening things are getting more lenient yeah it's, it's, it's cool.
0: we're we're seeing light at the end of a very fucking weird tunnel that's that and it feels so good man it really does like I, I know that for the past 14 months we've been very open and honest about our journey through all of this and
1: yeah everybody's heard the ups and downs
0: yeah man and it feels really good to be coming back it there's a different kind of a feeling in the air. There's still frustrations and there's still challenges ahead and we're still going through shit, but there is a, an air of expectant hope out there that yeah. I'm feeling.
3: The, the simple task of being able to like plan things, oh, to be planning things. And it, it's just amazing it, there's stuff on the horizon that's the fun of getting back in and then connecting I don't know how many people in the last week I've talked to like vendors of mine at work and other people everybody's so excited talking about whatever their scene of music is I work with a lot of younger uh not i always say kids but yeah they are <sighs> to me Younger you. kids that are into like you know the EDM stuff and electronica and they're all excited You're just everybody's so excited because they're their entertainment's coming back they're fountain of youth like we always say and it's so
0: much more than that though man like and it's so much more than just simple entertainment
3: oh yeah that's a very that's a generic term. yeah
0: like it's well i mean we've said it a million times on here it's therapy it's the fountain of youth it's a ritual it's congregation it's it's church for us it's It's where I go to find myself and get recharged, and yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, a little little known fact: I used to be a worship leader back in the day, back way back when, when Mel
3: and I first got married. So I know all about that. Yeah, some some listeners may know that from there. So it came up (laughs) several times. Hardcore listeners, yeah, it's come up a few times. But yeah,
0: man, it feels really good to have announcements and also like if you pay attention to like the landscape of, of social media and the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the overarching theme, it was very like closed down, shut, shut down for a long time during all this, like, cause we were all home. Right. And like a lot of the pictures were like at in backyards and like of nature and, and stuff like that. and, I'm starting to see the social media landscape begin to morph again into what it was pre COVID of like concerts and people in crowds and bands on stage and, you know, shot from the sound booth with the lighting rig all lit up and, you know, just the, the stuff that you see in it reminds you of, of that feeling. it, it, It couldn't, have come any, you know, any, better no, time. And then when they're
3: opening things up, wasn't we just recently heard Red Rocks is going to have the ability to go to a hundred percent capacity, not by
0: July July, what by I read, July or yeah, I something. That's what it
3: said. Yeah. yeah, man,
0: we have tickets for green sky, bluegrass and circles around the sun in September.
3: And that would be fucking dope. Yeah. Carried over from last year. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people out there, I know we do a few, how many of you out there have tickets carried over from last year? Oh, man. Because we opted to keep them all. It was like, no, we'll keep them and wait.
0: The, yeah, there was only one show that canceled last year that we didn't get, that didn't carry over, and that's because the show straight up canceled, and that was O'Teal and Friends here. Oh, yeah. That one just yeah. canceled. But, um, dude, the whole Fish and Dead & Company ticket thing, Oh my god, dude. Yeah. What a what debacle. A, a, well, yeah, that and like the craziest it reminded me of like you know when you're watching nature documentaries of sharks and they're in the shark cages <laughs> and then the dude pours chum
3: and there's like a feeding frenzy and the fucking sharks right, go insane. Right, right. That's
0: what it reminded me of when so I was down to blow twenty three hundred dollars on one more of, than
1: that because well, that's just yeah
0: on on one of the cid ticketing packages for the entire run at the mgm right yeah and so i'm like poised with my finger over the mouse at nine fifty and i have my ipad open my phone and the computer and <laughs> I, 10 o'clock comes and I'm refreshing, and I finally get in and I'm in the waiting room. At like 10 04, I get in to check out, and I'm like, Yes, I got tickets. I put all my information in, went to hit send, and the site
3: crashed. Kaboom. And Which and happened to, a, a to Well, lot yeah, of I people. talked
0: to RJ, happened to him too. That's. And then I couldn't get back in.
3: That's like being a little kid and you're like, here, here's that toy you wanted. Uh You got it in your hands and they're like, ha, psych. But
0: I will say that the basic training for the disappointment of that moment was
3: 2020. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, Oh, okay. There's Debbie Downer again. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like,
0: well, We've always got the AXS ticket on sale for public in it tomorrow. So next day, bright eyed and bushy tailed wearing my Yem sweatshirt for good luck. Sitting at the computer with my phone ready, my iPad open. And how'd that go? Oh, dude, went fucking spectacular. Fabulous. So
3: we got I got 80 tickets. Oh for yeah. Dude, I,
0: I have so many tickets. I'm selling all of them. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, but AXS has this thing where when you get in, it says the, there's a lot of other people trying to get tickets right now. And if you leave, you're going to lose your place in line. And it's got this like bar and a a little dude that's walking a little stick man. And (laughs) when he gets like, he walks from left to right. And when he gets all the way to the right, then it's your turn. Okay,
3: it's like the wheel, but kind of cooler. Yeah, yeah.
0: I got on in there at 10.01. Yeah, about 10.01. That little dude, it took him from 10 until noon to, to get, get to the other the side, to get to get across the screen. And when I got in, there was two tickets left that were $749 each. So, suffice Crazy. to say, we didn't get the four-day run, but... <clears throat> You know, there, there's other ways I, I, I cash or trade. That's all I got to say.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's many other ways to do it.
0: It just feels like as fans of live music, there's gotta be a fucking better way than going through this. It just has to like, we, if we put a Rover on Mars, right? That yeah, thing sends pictures back. We've, we've gone into space. We, we human beings, if you believe it, have walked on the moon, if, if, that, if you buy that story, right? And yet, here we all are punching each other in the face to get 9,000 tickets or whatever. There's got to be a supply better
3: Supply and demand. The only answer is we like we need more shows.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Fish
3: needs to do three hundred, like three hundred shows a year, and then you know, then everybody you'd be like, God, we can't make them all. So, <laughs> hey, Trey, guys. Oh, yeah, right. You know what I mean, though. I mean, it is it is messed up. That I mean, that's the way it is. But there are so many people. I think the the closest that want those tickets and are willing to do just about anything to get them. <laughs> so yeah, the closest know,
0: thing I've seen. To like fair and equal chance is what Fish does with the lottery. Yeah. Like, put in for the tickets that you want. We're going to pull random names and maybe you'll get them and maybe you won't. Like, th- even back in the day with the dead, like, if you decorated your envelope really dope and you sent it in, you were probably going to get tickets. Yeah, If you just sent in your name, address, and phone number, you probably weren't getting tickets.
3: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this, this is
0: boring. You, you, yeah, show a little and effort. Catch, catch their interest. I don't know. What do you think, Mel, about the whole...
1: I have very negative opinions about it, and I don't want to put that on anybody listening. So I'm going <laughs> to keep this specific topic to myself. Aww. <laughs> I just can't. Like, I'm disgusted with it. I have, and It has nothing to do with the bands. The bands are just doing their job and it really doesn't really have to do with the venue because they don't have a billion seats and it really doesn't have to do with the fans they want to see their favorite band
0: it's the scalpers
1: man well no not the resellers, even well okay whatever. the reseller is trying to make a fucking extra buck and that's what they do they're they're selling it to the person who's willing to pay for it and there is somebody out there willing to pay 750 for that same exact ticket and so where's the blame? Oh, the band should do something. What the fuck are yeah, they going to do? do? They already did nothing. They, we all <laughs> miss them. We're, like, we're they're coming back to do something. Yeah. And then, so and then now everybody would like, no, you know what? Let, let Tom go. Let Casey go. You know, no, I, I won't. I'll sit this one out. No, they'd be like, fuck that. I'm going, I'm <laughs> me and my posse. They're we're going. So who's to blame? Nobody. But what it has really made me realize is like this, what's sad is that there's this elitism about it in the sense that like, okay, only people that can afford seven three, four, five, well, six, seven, eight, nine times. That's, you know, that's not so though. that's, um, well, I mean, that, that's, that's what's going on. But there's it's, a lot
0: of people that did get tickets through the on sale at face value of like 65 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing that, that burns my, really chaps my ass about the whole thing is like, that there's people out there that'll get in on the on in the on sale like that and then post that shit on StubHub for twelve hundred dollars. Like, yeah. you know what, man?
1: How are they the enemy? They're trying to make a fucking that buck. Dude, they sat and dude, waited go like get everybody a, else. Go get a
0: fucking uh, some. Go get a job. <laughs> you know, don't, you don't have to make fucking money off of us. That like is that. their job. Uh, and they were
1: they've been out of work since the concert stopped.
0: Yeah. I, well, I'm not feeling bad for I'm not scalper. feeling
1: bad well, I am feeling bad about the whole situation. And it really did make me not want to fucking go, like just out of principle. Like, that's fucking stupid. That's dumb. But we didn't, you know, we saved our tickets from the gorge. So that was from last time. And, you right, know, well, that's, we
0: saved our tickets from Matthew Knight. Okay. And we Matthew, got those. And yeah. the, I had, whichever one. I, I had a moment trying. of genius like three days before Fish even, or a week or so before Fish announced tour. I was like, you know what? I see tickets are on sale for the Gorge. I think I'm going to go ahead and buy them now. And if they cancel, I'll get my money back.
3: Or you hold them over until the next yeah. announcement or whatever. And then they announced tour, and I was like, wow. I good thing we got the move. tickets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so No Simple Road will be at the Gorge for fish. We will be at Matthew Knight Arena for fish. And me, uh, Mel, and Apple will be at Halloween.
1: Isn't that No Simple Road? Yep. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, sure that,
0: that, that,
3: yep, that is no simple... Well, wa- no well, Darwin. Dar- no yeah, Darwin, Dar- yeah. We can't Darwin's take Darwin in any of the shows. No Darwin doesn't behave in, in public. No. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, so if you're planning on going to any of those shows and you want to, I'll like be
1: there with a good attitude, everyone. This yeah. is just about this conversation and this topic. It's, well, it's, it just,
4: it's, it, th- it's well, like
1: politics right now. And, and I'm tired of that word too. Ooh, like, yeah, Just, you know, like <laughs> nobody wants to hear about politics, especially what, like, it's almost like, you know, seeing a dick pic when you don't want to, <laughs> you know, you didn't expect it. Like, oh no. Like, I don't want to see that I'm right now. i trying to think now. of
0: a time I did want to see one. I don't think there is one. Well, it's not what you somebody out
1: there has <laughs> definitely wanted one, and I know more than one people have asked for for one. Okay, um, so I'm just saying, like that's that's
0: it. Yeah, no, I it speaks. Here's the here's the, here's my PSA for the week. This <sighs> this speaks to all of us as music fans taking all this back and using. Somebody has to be responsible and using. Services like and I'm not just they're not a fucking sponsor of the show or anything, but using services like cash or trade and keeping the money out of the hands of the motherfucker that'll sell a ticket for 10 times its price and and rip off some head like clearly
1: it's it's it says face value on the ticket, but the value is greater than that. For some people, so they are willing to take out a payday loan, ask mom for extra cash, spend
0: their stimulus go money, go underneath
1: that from their mattress because it's more valuable than seventy dollars or one hundred dollars or yeah. even two hundred dollars. Like you
3: said, Mel, the people know that, that like the resellers, okay, you know we don't like that, but they're it's like playing it's like playing anything, it's like gambling, it's like the like stock Bitcoin. market, anything. It's like they. D- they know there's a demand out there and people will pay it. So yep. you can't really it, hate for them. It's like don't have to play hate the game. Exactly. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like there's there's no responsibility in this and that's kind of what I'm like. It's like a unsolvable problem because well, fans are not going to want to stop seeing their show. No. Period. Nope. No. If if there was if tickets were for forty dollars and you found some guy that would be like hey dude two hundred bucks for these tickets that's not that much more than forty bucks but you'd be like, I know you you'd be like all right yeah I know if that I, was I know. the last fucking ticket or the, or last three tickets and I know
3: we've paid more and I bet most of you out there have and I've also been in that situation where I've had a ticket that I bought for a hundred and when it comes time for the show you could probably get a thousand or more for that it's been like. Damn, I could sure use that thousand bucks right now, but I've never sold it. But you know what I mean? That That money, that that money, especially if you're not a fan of the music and you're just money. Yeah, money's money.
0: Yeah, that money is not worth. Fish Halloween show. There's only
3: so many in a lifetime. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: once in, you know, this is going to be a once in a lifetime thing. And that particular show is the last show on the tour, a Sunday show and a Halloween show. So it's like the trifecta. All, all the jam band gods got together and they were like, here there you go. go. Whoa, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ew. <laughs> or not a Coke. Wow. A, a hold hold on, let shop. me get out my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> <Clutch>. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Ta-da. Anyway, uh, man. Yeah, I, it's. Really, really feel
1: free to call into the tepid line 971 808 1524 and let us know your thoughts about the yeah, how do we fix it? Yeah, yeah, like give us ideas, you know, talk about your experience with Ticketmaster, Cashier Trade, Scalpers, um, you know, share face with us value. what
3: tickets you've gotten so far, like yeah. whatever. Let's, yeah, what,
1: what's it worth to you to see a fish show if, you, if you? you couldn't get on that $70 ticket master, whatever, uh, plus all those fees. What have you paid for? What Be are you, you willing to pay for
0: will it? Will you take one for the team? And, <laughs> and <laughs> do you, you, you have a, a better... Up? Do
1: you have a solution or an idea or a thought about it? Because, well, that's what
0: Brando and, and his brother did. Well, man. I
1: know. We had him on the show. And, you know, even they can't sell it exactly. They have to recover well, some they, of their that, expenses they, for uh, as a business. So, again, it's... Man, but they they did something dope, they too. Did. They, they um
0: So everybody that was a gold member before 2020, I got an email from them and they were like, Hey man, you supported cash or trade. So we are grandfathering you in as a gold member for life locked in at that price forever. That's fucking That's cool. dope. Oh yeah. And you know, that is the, the last year that we went to Dick's, we could not find tickets anywhere. They we were, found them on the lot. We, we, no, we found them on cash or trade. But what I'm saying is when we found them yeah, on the yeah, lot. Yeah, we also found them on the lot. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we did find tickets somewhere. And do you want to know what those sweethearts did? Sold it to us for face. over. No, it was more than it was worth. And we know what we did? Paid for it. I think it
0: was 25 bucks over face value or something like that.
1: So what? Yeah. Do it, you know what I'm saying? And we were so happy to give them you were crying. every bit of our money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That was a fucking great day. See,
1: they could have been quote unquote scalpers.
0: Nah, that was family. No,
1: but you know what I'm saying. Family can scalpers could look like family. What if it's like my uncle? You know that that's normal. Like somebody out there knows a scalper, even if they don't know that they know them.
0: Who? Who? You know? Are you? Are you he, him? They might be. I got I my think. tickets from Damon. And I ain't even hating on you.
1: It's just a Damon.
0: <laughs> Damon's <at all. laughs> <laughs> got the hottest
3: tickets in this town. He Blondie does. Blondie's Van on Hanlon. tour
0: anyway man dude, he has the cheap trick tickets yeah the cheap trick um yeah I, it's it's awesome i'm even that we can talk about this makes me happy it, it just makes <laughs> the me ticket, happy yeah. the
3: tickets is a, a topic Yay. it's a hot topic thank right thank
0: god because for the last it's 14 the months it's been like nobody's selling tickets to shit Oh, we haven't yeah, about no damn tickets. Yeah. I yeah. Got Nobody no was spending parking money on nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of parking tickets, this has nothing to do with that. Um <laughs> th- we we got tickets for um uh, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Oh yeah. And they rescheduled <laughs> they rescheduled for 2022. Oh they did? Yeah, same date, 2022. Oh, so really? No Simple Road. If you're gonna be in Portland on October the fourth, twenty twenty two. Come see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with yeah, us. Yeah, put it on your calendar now. It's mm-hmm. not too far yeah. away. Mark
3: the date. Oh, so that's a, that must be in Rosalind. It's no, I don't know. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, speculation, speculation. Yeah, it, don't so we to. have
1: the beginning of October free.
0: <laughs> you know. Anyway, we'll have to talk. Dot 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 mm-hmm. yeah, dot. I heard happen. there's something going on in New Orleans then. I don't know. There might be a party or something. Maybe. That's what I heard through the grapevine. How was your week, Mel?
1: Um, my week was good. Whoa. <laughs> well, um, I am today was the last official day of my twenty one day sadna, so. Hey,
0: everybody out there, Congrats. put your hands together for Mel. Let's hear it. <laughs> Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did wow. not do it for
1: the accolades people and I uh, just want to say thank you to the academy <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no you guys this was a super fucking cool <laughs> insightful <laughs> thank you Apple <laughs> ba-da-ba-da, ba-da-ba-da. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I it off. was a really super cool insightful um, experience for me this time around doing s- something like that um, it re stored my faith in myself.
0: Wow, that's that's a gift. I know. You got yourself a gift.
1: I sure the hell did. It made me realize that you know like there nowadays and no offense against this at all, like I totally preach it too, but there's all this like positive affirmations and like you can do it, but sometimes things just become jargon. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. things just become things to say. Water bumper (laughs) stickers. And without rubber meeting the road, it's really hard to conceptualize and understand those things if you keep it in theory all the time or or on script. But I learned so much and you know, my journaling has gotten so insightful to my To yourself. I just blew myself away every day. I would come up with my eyes bigger than the day before. Like what the fuck did I just discover? And I did not do it perfectly. I screwed up, but I did did it
0: perfectly for you. Yes,
1: exactly. Like to my standards, I even wrote about this, you know, like everyone has certain standards for themselves, whether it's how they look or how they behave or how much money they want in the bank or how their home looks like, like, Everyone has a certain standard and my standards for myself, if it's not like, if I don't hit every mark up, oh, I failed, fuck it. You're no. Nope. And during my journal writing and writing those things and re- realizing that about myself as I'm reali- reading it, I'm like, damn, this is an unwinnable game. <laughs> there is no way for you to ever succeed with this mentality. This is what's broken. That's why you're writing about it.
3: So oh, you're like shit. your own antagonist. Yes.
1: Like, and I was and like, and your
3: own therapist.
1: Yes. And I was like, oh shit, this is the play that's been going on in my head. This broken message. Like do, do, do. I am sorry. You have it. And then <laughs> do, do, do. I am sorry. Like it's been, it's like this cyclical thought cycle that I didn't, that I was thinking was true. And it was a broken old ass message. And you I told yourself a new story. Well, it, it was a definitely a new story, but it was, uh, Hey, that's not true. (laughs) You've been thinking that, and it's not true. That's really not red. It's fricking orange. It's burgundy. It's not red. And so I just, um, I'm so grateful for that time that I spent in those twilight hours, um, praying and ringing my cute little chime and, pouring my blessed frankincense water into my crystal basin and praying to my contemporaries and my ancestors and my elders and having my depiction of the elements on my altar and waking up with my robe going downstairs. It was such a good time for me. And even though I won't extend it um the same exact way i i will definitely continue a version
0: of that take some of it with you absolutely
1: the stuff that i learned is invaluable like i haven't even read back my writings but when i do dang i don't
3: always read back my writings but when i I do do, well that's that sounds like like yeah like that's like going to a class anything you do you went to a class for yourself and yeah yeah, that was the purpose to learn and bring a bunch of stuff back and
1: it was like going somewhere and and receiving something, and then like you go home, open the textbook, and then now you start to study. Mm. So that's what happened. It was like I received these messages in those ambrosial hours, three a.m. Wrote down. Well, not three exactly. It was sometimes Ish. I woke up. Sometimes I woke up right at three thirty. I mean, sometimes I woke up at 3.45. <laughs> sometimes I woke up at 4. So what? Don't kill me. But... I said, you're the only uh, one. Like you said, you're the only one setting exactly. your constraints and, and giving so yourself a hard time. That was one of the constraints I was able to let go of is it doesn't matter how it looks. Are you doing it?
3: Yeah. It's three thirty five I blew it just yep. going back it. to bed. but fuck that it. would have
1: been my old mentality to keep me in that stupid thinking cycle. So that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot of like progression in thought Look, as I did that.
0: You and I have been married going on twenty four years, and
1: <laughs> we're gonna be married thirty. Okay. <laughs> and
0: I love you. I have seen
3: you torture yourself for dumbass shit for a long time. And I've known you guys this entire time. Obviously. You guys are a lot alike when it comes to that. And yeah, thank you for being saying bolted. that. Both of you are like, very hard hang on Hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on. Yeah.
0: And this particular thing, I saw the most change that I've ever seen in anything that you've done in that amount of time. Like you approached this with you gave yourself grace and I've never seen you do that. You gave yourself latitude Mm -hmm. and it was fucking dope. And I'm just, I'm really proud of you. Thank you, babe. babe. It was really cool to see you do it. And I see the, the fruit of it. Even if I'm not inside your head, Yeah, like as your partner, I see you, resting easier with yourself. And if that's the only thing that you got out of it, it's not, but if that was the only thing that is worth waking up at 3:30 for 21 days,
3: just that and God. you have you have been you've had a calmness about you without <laughs> first I was like well she's just tired <laughs> three times, I actually thought this way. like well she's just tired that's why she's so relaxed and everything but you still had that same energy and everything when you needed it you just you did got I wouldn't even say relaxed like more focused again yeah like more centered, like right you you balanced the scale and yeah. came back into center.
1: I definitely feel like that's a good analogy, Apple. I definitely feel a tad bit more balanced. And I was mentioning to Aaron the other day, I was like, I don't know if it's been since the wheatgrass or the smoothies, but maybe it really has been since the meditation too. Like I have a better clarity about my thoughts and I can articulate things without like forgetting what I was about to say or like mid conversation be like what was I saying again the wheatgrass wheatgrass, no all of it is uh, because all of it kind of stemmed out of this too or was um uh you want to know okay all of this um was in the same timeline so it had to it, it was all helping but there was, there's physical and, and emotional and spiritual benefits that I've received. I can't even, um, you know, get it all out right now Yeah, it's going to st- take time to integrate. Yeah, yeah. Today's the first day I'm done. Right. Like this is like, I,
3: <laughs> this is my yeah, process to that. No, it's no. like,
0: how was your trip while you're still <laughs> tripping?
1: Yeah. How was it? There's a lot. And I'm just, I'm grateful. Thanks for, for saying what you guys said and yeah, noticing man. and, and, and supporting me through it. Cause it. Again, it wasn't easy to do while we were having coronavirus. I started it the day Aaron found out that I had that he had corona, so the entire time we were quarantined oh, yeah, was. Yeah. i was i had to Furgled. wake up in that exhaustion and like that lethargy that and fog brain foggy as hell and like sandy eyed and like still did it and as I was getting, I think that that really helped me too, to get through COVID. It really did. It gave me like, we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. And it gave me somewhere to be. Something every, to focus on. Yeah. Some, every morning I had to be somewhere and it, it was for myself.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, yeah, I just got to say, th- I got to thank you too for being like, when I first heard that, cause in our house, we've talked about it on here. We live in a house built in 72. That's all wood floors. We live in a creaky house. You're so quiet. Like, Wendy and I, I'd hear Thank the, you. I'd hear the <laughs> stairs. It was just like a church mouse, like a little, <clears throat> like, I'd hear a little squeak. You went up and down the stairs, because sometimes I, I I was up around that same time, because getting up in the middle of the night, go yeah. to the bathroom, not like you woke me up. And I heard you on the stair, like, so quiet and careful mm-hmm. with the doors. And, I, like, I appreciated that, and it probably helped also, like, I mean, cause it's at three thirty in the morning. You're not yeah. trying to be like, bah, I'm going to meditate with no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my meditation no. on. You're like, you're like no. in that like.
1: Vroom. Oh, like yeah. Like, freshly low. showered and just kind of like super quiet and like had my hot tea, didn't want to spill it. So it was kind of like, you know, holding a candle, that, not careful. wanting, yeah, just kind of being super care. And, and I learned where to walk on our stairs so it doesn't creak. <laughs> There's, if you walk all the way to the right, you won't all creak. All the spiritual benefits. Of, yeah, exactly. The, the middle's the worst. The middle's the worst. Hey, babe. What? You
0: learn to walk on the stairs without yes. making them crazy. <laughs> with grace. No, like with yourself.
1: <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, thank you, babe. Yeah. Yes, I did. That's dope. I did. I learned a lot. So, that, <laughs> so my week is great because um, Monday is the beginning of this week, but it's the end of my week, my work week, and also the end of this um, amazing journey and trip and fun, quiet time that I've been on.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, baby. Thanks. Like I said, I'm... Super fucking proud of you, and uh,
3: I—I'm stoked you did it. Me too. Yeah, that should segue into you. How was your week, Aaron? Yeah, baby. Um, well,
0: this is the first week that I feel back to normal, mostly. Um, after having COVID, uh, my sense of taste is still fucked up a bit, um, and I think my smell is still not right because Mel had some like big peony flowers on her altar down there. And she was like, Aaron, these flowers smell like DMT. You got to come down here and smell them. (laughs) And so I rushed down there to go smell the DMT flower and it doesn't smell like anything to me.
1: And I just couldn't believe it because once I smelt it, I was flashback to summer meltdown and the tipper set. And I was like, Holy (laughs) cow. Like I started to get that little weird feeling that you get like pixely. And I'm like, wait, I'm smelling Wait, the flower. It's a flower <laughs> and it, it, it did trip me out. Cause it was actually in the morning one day I was trimming them and I was trying to be all quiet. And so I had the kind of the flowers toward my face. I was like, <laughs> get a whiff. <laughs> yeah. No. It was Whee- a but Yeah,
0: It's, it's trippy man. Like uh, I can taste stuff now. And, um, but it's muted. It's, it's like, there's a, if the volume knob on taste goes to 10, it's at like, it's weird Mm -hmm. so but it's better than zero which is where it was at and i am fucking super grateful and thankful because i I love to cook man and two-thirds of cooking is smelling and tasting Mm -hmm. while you're cooking and the italian in me just would scream bloody murder if it didn't come back so really really grateful that that is making a comeback and and my, my head feels better. You know, we're, um, we're what? 12 days or something away from uh, the class with Jeff.
1: Oh my God. Firewalker
0: Schmidt. If you don't know about that, go to nosimpleroad.com. Scroll down a little bit. We're having a class on June 5th at 12 PM Pacific standard time. Um, sovereignty in the warrior's path opportunity in the time of COVID-19. And, um, You can find out all the details there. There are four in-person spots left and there are infinite online spots. So go sign up. Uh, Yeah. So we're getting geared up for that and, uh, you know, doing the logistical stuff. I've been working on that this week and just getting back into the swing of things. Like I, I do a lot all the time. You do. And COVID put me down. Like I I literally could not do it. It wasn't, I didn't feel like it. I didn't want to.
3: It was nice to see you on your iPad and seeing you on your iPad create. you're working on that cool logo mashup. And like, I hadn't seen you doing that in a while. Yeah. Just leisure. And I understand that you, you didn't have the ability to concentrate and stare at the screen Mm -hmm. and do things.
0: No. So it feels awesome to have that back and uh, just working on the, getting the podcast ready for that. We're doing with Modesky and Jeff and coming up with a logo really for excited it about that too. No simple disruption. That's what it's called. Coming, at, coming at you soon. Um, and summer of 2021, I'm telling you guys, man, like the, the guests that they're talking about pulling for that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. It's on like, I'm not going to say anything out of school, but we can send nothing. So no, we want set. to say something. No, I can't. There's nothing to say right now, but just the, the, the list of names that have been circulated. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. All right, let's do this. Um, so yeah, it feels good to be getting back into the swing and like being able to focus on the show and, and starting to just feel like myself again. And man, I, I know that we talked about it last week, but the fucking wheatgrass, dude. it, I I cannot for the life of me, like something so simple. It's fucking grass. Do you want
1: to know what my favorite new thing that you say is? What Mel? Do you want some wheatgrass? <laughs> that is like oh my, the fucking was- it. It makes me so happy to hear those words. And then you just go to town and start doing Like, I, in my wildest dreams of my fantasy of how I want my perfect Aaron to be, it's that's one of them. That's in there. And I didn't know it.
3: Well, do you want your wheatgrass? That was funny. It was funny. Last night, I just got to share real quick. You you were, like, panicky about where your wheatgrass cups were. And that was hilarious. <laughs> no, no, <when> no. It- <laughs>
0: no, no. What you, you missed a whole other thing that didn't have anything to do with panicky of the wheatgrass cups. Okay. It... There's shit that's disappeared around the house lately. That that make no sense. The okay. one cup, cup measuring silver. cup,
3: the metal one. Yeah, it's gone. I know. Yeah, that's where that the was fuck from my that st- I have no Both idea. Both of my nail,
0: my toenail clippers and my fingernail clippers were in a baggie in my bathroom. They're gone. And then the cups disappeared. And I
1: think I did something with Aaron's nail clippers, but I for the life of me couldn't like i wouldn't have done anything outside of our room with it like it just doesn't make like, sense that shit yeah.
0: just like the the one cup metal it's a metal one cup I noticed it hasn't been it's in the kitchen lately gone. i
3: thought it was i figured it was in one of the drawers on the island or something It's has gone the,
0: so the, the cups last night i i'm like are you fucking kidding me another t- these two more things are gone and from the house for no reason and we literally
1: just used them
3: Yeah, and I had just put them up, and then I told Mel the wrong thing. You come down, and we're like, Apple... Aaron's wondering where our cups are. I was like, I put them on the top shelf. They're stacked. I put things are your like, guys. Oh, okay. And then Aaron, Aaron, came up and Aaron's like, "Bro, they're not there, dude. Can you show me? Can you show me?" Where I heard the, his tone of voice where, with like, you. Like, can you show me where these cups are? And I go in there and I thought the where I thought I had put them there were not. I was like, "Bro, I put them right here. They are fucking gone." And then I looked down on the very first. They were right there at eye level behind a coffee cup.
0: Guys, welcome behind the curtain
3: of no <laughs> anyway, road anyway, the, the good news is that the wheatgrass cups are safe. They are safe. <laughs> They've been returned to their rightful owners. <laughs> if anybody sees a metal one cup, Majoring or my cup out there no wandering thing around. Thing no
0: clippers, man. Don't use them. man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's just okay. I was thinking about after Sorry, all didn't that, didn't it's okay. mean <laughs> After all that, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was thinking this morning as I was getting ready for work, I was like If I was ever like in therapy or like on a game show and they were like, what is one of your pet peeves, right? Yeah. Literally losing stuff. It, 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 no, it
1: fucks me up. I know it's the most annoying thing. I
3: can't, I can't concentrate. you were also known your whole life. Mel's been married to you for something. So you're like the boy who cried wolf because 80% of the time you find it. Somebody took my Yeah,
1: he blames it on somebody.
3: Shit. Even when it's not somebody took he's he's like my thing's gone With such an accusatory tone That everybody in the house Instantly feels guilty It's like when a cop Gets behind you All of a sudden You think you're gonna <laughs> yeah. get busted For shit you're not even doing You weren't even involved You didn't take the thing okay. And it's like Bro I'm sorry
1: but Yeah you're and apologizing they, For something you didn't and do And you usually
3: find it But I get it You do have kind of a It's, a, it's a like panic a Panic Oc- It's an
0: OCD thing Like mm. I can't Okay
1: that makes sense now I can't
0: stop looking for it well, I remember, and, when, and it, and it. Wait, hang on. When and you it, were like,
3: younger, your brother. Yeah, I remember your brother's kind of. It
0: it takes over. Things. I can't stop, and like, even if I stop, I can't stop. Yeah. I'm sitting, like, running through filing cabinets in my head, and like trying to retrace my steps, and like, after all these years of all the damage and fun that I've had there's time has like blank spots. So like me trying to remember what I did with something three days ago, (laughs) good luck. And it starts to like, fuck me up. I can't sleep. And it like the minute I open my eyes, I'm like thinking about it again. So that's why like, I'm very careful with my shit. Normally, like in our room, I have a place where I put my wallet, a place for everything. everything Yeah, man. And if it's not in that spot, oh fuck man
3: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get that part i'm like that with they so I know where everything is it's like yeah. well you have the same thing it's like organized chaos some people may be like you don't seem organized it's like no 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 i know where everything know is where in there yeah. that shit's on the third on the bottom under that other thing and i know it was there because i put it there so, somebody took it
0: now you've seen behind the curtain into our house and the curtain in my head so welcome to the show yeah. uh yeah so, so back to the, the wheat back to the grass and the cups <laughs> Yeah okay. that shit is a game changer man and uh i i have never felt this clear headed like i don't know if it's because Poor i was Phil. i was so foggy headed from covid and now i'm not so i'm noticing it i don't know i can't if that hadn't happened we- i don't know you know but um yeah, just like very clear and awake. And it's dope. It's it really, really fucking cool. I'm like, what other supplements can I take? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Got
1: beet freaking powder that, that coming. Beet that beet powder is
0: jamming. Stuff's
1: awesome. It's just really, it's so good to, a few months back, maybe six months ago, four months ago, I was like, babe, why don't we make healthy being our next thing together. And it was like eh, a little joke, whatever. And then time passed and whatever. And then I just feel like that's where we're. You got your wish. That's why I was dumb oh shit okay. no it's casting spells <laughs> I say, no, grandma
3: grandpa gotta step their game up It's
1: no it's, it's sh- super good because y- even Apple like every Apple's always down like Apple you want a shot if like we're doing it and he happens to be coming home or whatever yeah I'll take a shot like it's everybody's involved in it and it just it's mom well, having all her people like participating that's a big deal for me
0: you know what I think that's how the earth feels when you start getting your vibe right and your body and mind together, the earth's like, Oh, my people are fucking finally figuring their shit out. Now. You're in tune. Yeah. Yeah. And you and can dude, hear. And I saw something today. You know how so- sometimes you'll see like, I don't know, a saying or a comment or, and you, like it rings true inside your intuition. Like it hits you. Oh yeah. I saw a comment today and it was like, we're living in the movie. They live right now. But it isn't the glasses, it's food. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Yep, that's it. Like, the food is the thing that's going to keep you clear-headed enough to see through the bullshit. Good food. Yeah. Well, well,
1: like, living foods. I, You know, years ago, was, Simon was um, younger, and he used to break out in these awful rashes, and it was devastating. It was, it was was devastating to a parent. Um, Aaron and I really, I mean, I, that's actually what got me on my natural and health and wellness path was because I wanted to find out what was going on with my son. And I ended up going to this naturopath and he gave us a binder, like as part of the $500, you know, consultation (laughs) slash in, um, you know, uh, appointment, He gave me me a binder that I still have to this day and was talking about, I mean, it's simple science, you know, just if eat
0: stuff that's alive,
1: eat stuff that's alive. And if the more the sun has touched it, the more energy it's going to give you into your body when you ingest it. That's why things that are like fruits and vegetables, like potatoes, they don't see the sun so much. So they're, they're fine, but they're.
0: But an orange. Yeah,
1: exactly. But versus an orange or a pineapple or something that's always in the sun. And, and I never forgot that, you know, and we're all made of energy, everybody. We're made of freaking energy. And to think that, I mean, of course, freaking Domino's pizza hits the spot every now and then all that. I know that it's meant to, but the more you can kind of like give yourself live foods and, and, and healthier foods it really does something to your energetic body yeah, it does something to it, your it's mojo. feeding you on more than just your belly i can't wait level. to go to
0: a show feeling like this it's so long. What? yeah apple hmm? you're up buddy what how you
3: doing welcome to the show apple <laughs> well okay i mean we've covered a lot of it and what we've been talking about so far I mean, week was good it was great to be back at work first of all got a return on monday I didn't realize how much I missed work. Um, had a great week. Uh, it's leading up to my birthday Woo, this week. Happy birthday, Wednesday. birthday mode. Wednesday. Well, this will probably be coming out on my birthday.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy
3: birthday, happy Apple. Happy birthday, Apple. May 26. How old are you? 52? 52. Yeah. You know? It's fucking weird at work, too. A couple times last week, I, I, I caught it like the third time vendors point out. I was signing stuff, and I was putting like, 5 you know five eighteen uh 5 18, 2019 which 2020 okay because we're in 2021 I've, i do the same thing two years and i, I, and I realized shit. like the third time my dad said it many times last week and they're like you signed that 2019 that's weird i was like oh i'm turning 52 i don't want to admit it i'm stuck at 50 i'm staying at 50 <laughs> like and it was a joke but it also like okay it might be kind of true like like but yeah i'm turning 52 don't right feel on it. Apple. Of course. You look
1: fantastic. You act Thank fantastic you. for 52. I feel fantastic. Whatever I that see means. some
3: people or see a lot of people that are younger than me, like in their forties, and I'm like, damn, I thought they're like sixty-five. <laughs> oh, like a leather baseball mitt. Oh but anyway, I, I feel really good this week. Um like we talked about it at the beginning of this. Tickets have gone on sale. We got things coming up. We're going to Green Sky. We're going to Yonder String and Dusters. String Dusters in July. We're going to many fish shows this We're year. We're going to go see My Morning Jacket. My Morning Jacket's coming up. Possibly Primus is going to be coming to Edgefield. There's things start to ha- happen locally, like, like we talked about often on the the local music scene. Hopefully, is going to be popping back up here soon. Yeah. We're going to be able to go to our favorite dank little bars and see some stuff and... It's just it's exciting that we're able to talk about this and that there's things happening and it seems for real this time. Yeah, like things good. are opening up, you know, and things are getting healthier. I've had a great. We had a nice little weekend, chill. Aaron barbecued. We had a couple of friends over to come visit it Cody was nice. and Bree. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice yeah. little visit. Uh, had a couple cool interviews yesterday, which you guys will be hearing coming up, and. That's it, man. It's just good to be, it's like getting back to business and fun. A 50-50, like business and fun are yeah. now back together. Luckily,
1: our business is, is fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> we are in our business of having fun. We're it's, like
0: Marco Benevento. Yes. We're using our time for fun. We are. Yeah. Apple, man, I'm right there with you, brother. It feels yeah, good to have stuff birthday. to look, look forward to.
1: You know, Apple, I guess just being a little reflective on on the years that We've known each other and the years that we've been up here in Portland, it's been so good to have a brother here and to live with my brother. And I didn't have that most of my life growing up. And that's rad to, you know my uncle passed away a year ago um, and this past Friday we celebrated his birthday.
3: That was another great little, mm-hmm. not and, little great thing we did. Yeah. And this past week,
1: w- that particular day, Apple, I mean, it was his first week back. So you were a little bit tired and kind of grumpy and just maybe looking to go to bed early. And I, I felt the vibe, but I was still going to do what I wanted to do for my uncle and to have the participation, from my brother it just felt complete no, wait, as a let me interject real quick because yeah, i gotta tell this part
3: this is funny friday night i come home like she said i was tired long week had a great week but i come home tired and I was, a lot of times on friday I, I, I when i leave work i drive right by a liquor store that is right there and a lot of times i'll stop and i'm like no i'm being good tonight i'm going home i'm gonna chill get home and unexpectedly Aaron and Melanie they don't hardly ever buy liquor unless we're having a party they're usually buying it for somebody else that's coming over or something and not necessarily for me for company yeah (laughs) me and Ryder take care of ourselves with that they're like hey they come walking in the door they weren't here when I got home and I'm like I change and they're like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go lay down in my head. And then they come walking in and they're like, we got you whiskey and ginger beers for your birthday. And Mel's got cigars. And I'm, I I, didn't connect it yet. And she's like, we're celebrating my uncle because that's it. He liked to ha- have his drinks and a cigar and everything. Well, he wasn't
1: necessarily a drink guy. That was more for you and all of us to kind of like pour one for the homies. But he was into Swisher Sweets. My uncle almost exclusively aside from Spanish music would listen to freestyle music and he just, my uncle's favorite thing was this thing that my family calls ginga, which is bullshit talking. That's it. Like what we do on the porch, talking stories, the reason why you guys love the show, we just, that was him. My uncle's favorite thing to do was to have his cigar, have his black coffee, or sometimes a little bit of liquor, um, and just talk. And that's what we did. And we, played freestyle music and tina marie lisa to, lisa you
3: were put on i was like oh shit.
4: totally
1: and talked about like favorite memories of my uncle and like it just it did something so special for me apple and you were a big part of that night not like you weren't babe but you're not my brother no, I, you know no, what no, i you mean have to it, it was just the way that
4: fine you, you didn't
0: pay attention to me that shut night. up i, I said well know. that's up to those <laughs> are fun
3: times too when you drain not just me and speak for rider on this one when when mel when either one of you but especially when mel has a few cocktails she is so fucking funny and fun <laughs> i mean because she's already kind of uninhibited and 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 hyper and stuff but after a few cocktails she gets so silly and like fun and that, that that's fun to see yeah I mean, it, and it, i
1: do it, like to drink i just don't do it often it's I just don't like to be, it's actually aesthetic. I don't like to feel dehydrated.
3: <laughs> that day, that, that
4: makes it's sense. It's true.
1: Like I, it's purely um, like a selfish kind of like a vain thing. I don't like to be dehydrated and look wrinkly in the morning so I don't want to drink. You so just got <laughs> to pound it. that water. And you can drink yeah. all you want. No. <laughs>
3: but anyway, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that That was really special and that helped That helped change my mood Friday night and have something to celebrate. And that's one thing I love too with cultures that do that. It's like like the Irish not not I mean not just narrowing it down there, but the Irish and Puerto Rican, Hispanic cultures, instead of like mourning, it's a celebration of the dead. My uncle would have so
1: hated us like mourning. mourning, My
3: family, I would grow up kinda like that. Not not that you would go like boo hoo or anything, but but it was not a day of celebration. It was a day where you had that kind of sad Somber. phone call with the people in the family it was like yeah I'm thinking of them too I'm just gonna go curl up yeah. no well, celebrate even, celebrate even, totally life. even
1: my other uncle he called and he was like alright you ready for your shot because we were you know I, we said we we're gonna give you know do a shot over the phone and burn one for my other my uncle and it was just a, a really good night and I cried and I laughed and I danced and I giggled and I drank and I smoked and all the emotions. <laughs> it was a really, really therapeutic celebratory time for my uncle. And I just want to thank you for your part. You and Ryder. Ryder's not here. Otherwise I would say that, but Ryder was such a sweetheart and such a, I that love That was a good need. That was a needed night I in I many ways. It. I definitely so. needed it. So thank you everybody. Yeah, thank man. You. And happy and birthday month. Happy birthday <laughs> month, Dude. dude.
0: We've been friends 38 years, bro. Check that out. 38. Damn. You were 14. I was 12. That's nuts. Wow. So, yeah. Enough said. Happy birthday, dude. (laughs) Enough said. Enough said. Damn, I just realized that. I don't even really like you. What the fuck's going on? Let's do the business.
3: Happy birthday to
0: you. Follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Dial in. Give us a call. Tell us about your ticket fiasco. Tell us how we can (laughs) fix this ticket bullshit. Call 971-808-1524. That number again. 971-808-1524. Yeah. So you could do that. Go to www.nosimplerode.com. Buy yourself some No Simple Road merch. I am going to be putting up uh, some new t-shirts here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, So keep your eyes peeled on Instagram. Uh, The artist at young and sick. If you don't know who that is, go check him out. He did a badass, no simple road logo. It's posted on our page. Uh, I'm going to be making some t-shirts with that logo. So go get yourself one of those. And like I said earlier, sign up for the class with Jeff Firewalker Schmidt. Do
1: Uh, it everybody. You know, me and Aaron were talking about something earlier about, Why or how, why is it hard for people to sign up for stuff or how, why is it hard to get people to sign up for like, say a class or a live stream even or a Patreon? Like, what is it that makes one that interested to sign up for something? Even if maybe they would love it and they would have paid for it, what would make that person actually do it?
0: Yeah, if I, when I figure that out, I'll let you know.
1: Yeah, if you guys figure that out, let us know.
0: Yeah, here's the thing: all of us need more knowledge. None of us out here are self actualized, and I I'm none not, of us have attained. I I'm not glowing or floating. How about maybe <laughs> some
1: guidance, yeah. or direction? And, and we're even? in a,
0: like like I was saying earlier, we are fucking living in they live, literally. Right now.
1: And if you don't know what that movie is, look it up.
0: Yeah. Roddy Roddy Piper rocks. And <laughs> we can all use some tools right now, man. And that's what this is about. This isn't some fucking woo bullshit thing where you, you tap this crystal three times and rub it on your butthole and then you fucking going to float. No, it's, that's not what and this that is, works. Well, you know, that's not what this is going to be about. This is real practical knowledge that, we can all use right now, man, that and
1: we're uh, really fortunate to be getting. Yeah. I, I feel this like this is a
0: gift for the family. Yeah. Is this the is, I, I feel like this. this
1: is a gift to the world, like for real. Well, in I'm a just, real way, I'm
0: concerned with our family. Well, our, our family no in simple the world road family. And, uh, yeah, man. So this is for you guys. So go to no simple road and sign up for that. And if the money is an obstacle for you, send me an email at info at no and I will get you into the class. Boom that now you have no excuse. So, or go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up, become patron. You're a channel Then you, you are considered a producer of no simple road and you give monthly. And then we get to keep doing this and bringing you big, long fucking hour long intros and then wonderful conversations with the musicians, artists, authors, and luminaries and people that we all get inspired by. So that's how we keep doing. This is patreon.com. Forward slash No Simple Road.
3: And we're getting ready to go. Like, like, like things are opening back up. We're going to get a chance to, not as much this year, but yes, next year of the plans we've talked about, like No Simple Road going on the road. I would love to be able to go around the country and visit every Patreon. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> like, on the way, stop that in and be, be like, like, Or, Thank or have you. something
1: little at each if there's m- multiple you yeah know.
3: yeah a little hookup like, yeah. like we're gonna beat out the brewery in your town we know we got like five chandonators here oh so New Orleans is deep you know? for us I, I hear Apple that.
0: say that he's like I would love to go all around the country and and that song starts playing all around the kitchen cockadoo in my head that's what that's all I could hear as soon as he said that oh boy yeah my head is really weird um is that it? Did I miss anything?
3: Oh, leave those. Leave the five star, oh, yeah, yeah. the five stars, and the reviews on the yeah. Apple Podcast. Any new ones? No, no, I looked it up. We haven't had one since April thirtieth. Right. Look, I, please. I, I'm. A birthday I'm at, month I was one. just gonna say. I'm asking for all those out there. If you want to know what to get me, anybody, listen. I'm not expecting anything. Something so easy you can give me is give me give me and Mel a, a review to read this month. I just we haven't had one since April 30th and here we are 24th and I know everybody's been busy and everything but it just it it's such a short time to mm-hmm.
1: we've got a couple
3: are just like they're cool I mean anything now, come you on get man the guy
1: that's got everything and you don't want to you?
3: you don't want to disappoint Apple on his
0: birthday <laughs> no. do you oh, I'm talking to goodness. you you know,
3: and even I mean, if you do, I mean, no. <laughs> you do that later after giving a stellar review. Yeah. At no simple road. <laughs> so yeah, let's get let's get him to the interview, man. We, yeah. we've been jabbering. That's uh, true. We have.
0: We love you guys, and you know what, John Morgan Kimock, you are a gentleman, yes, a scholar. This was awesome. I appreciate John, your friendship, blessings man, to
1: you and your wife, and your baby, and your career, and your health, and thank you so much for putting out Hakikamori because it really is a beautiful ambient um soundscape soundscape for the soul. Yeah.
0: yeah. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you. John, John Morgan Kimmock. Kimmock.
3: Your style. This is private time. Nope. It's now time. It's public time
4: now. Public
1: time now.
0: Oh, okay. Get it together.
1: It's JMK time.
0: JMK time. We're gonna do this. I promise. Hi everybody. Welcome to Dead Air with No Simple Road. Dead Air. This is Sometimes the time. it
1: feels good to share Dad's airspace with people. Yeah,
0: I don't think that's, then you could just
3: like turn off the podcast.
1: No, because you know that we're here, but if you turn off the podcast, we're not. My
3: dad's got like, he's got constant podcast, like ty- he always will like try to want me to call him or talk, like it was two minutes to six, and he texts, <laughs> like wants to talk to me.
0: Hi, son. How you doing? Dad, dad, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing stuff
3: that to me the other day. He called me at work. I'm, he's like, how are you doing? I was like, I'm at work. He's like, well, I know that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Jeez, dad.
4: Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Are we got water?
3: Are you good?
2: Good.
4: How are you?
3: All right. Yeah, you don't want to do it dry mouth. Yeah. No, Let's mouth. do it cotton mouthy.
0: <laughs> John, I'm Aaron. How you doing, man? good to finally meet face-to-face virtually with a screen in between us (laughs) yes
2: only way to do it these days so freaking weird
1: this is mel nice to have you on the show
3: and then i'm apple thank you for joining us john hi apple
0: so how's your day going man
2: oh it's good um i took uh took the morning with my daughter and uh we were um just sort of enjoying the nice weather on the east coast that we're having so
1: right we're, on I th- dad and daughter date
2: yeah how old is your daughter she is 19 months oh, oh wow wow so that's you know, precious time. that's still fairly new you're,
1: so you're 19 <laughs> months old as a dad
2: i am how's that pretty incredible it's a um let's see because of everything that's going on, I think it's been more mellow than it would be if mm. you know, we were in, you know, pre pandemic life. Yeah. Just because birthday parties, all these things. So I think we actually kind of caught a break in terms of this first year or so being kind of mellow. We haven't even really met all the family yet, wow. which is important. like, you know, it's just been a, a really tight unit. Me and my wife, Sarah and penny the three of us man, every every day just sort of doing it how are you doing man are you you hanging in there like because
0: one of yeah. the things for us it's just been tough
2: yeah it's i i'd say day to day yes making it out of the winter is a big deal for us uh on the east coast and i'm usually at least getting a little bit of a break here and there doing some tours mm-hmm. or, um going out west or something this was like my first winter just you know really doing winter heavy so it was kind of weird i wished i wished i had like a couple of sunshine days but it didn't happen you know it's it it's a
0: trip man we we moved from vegas to portland four ish years ago going on five and like vegas there's like two seasons if you call them that it's hot and cold and that's it and there's, but the
1: sun's always but out. But the
0: sun's always out, yeah. So we moved to Portland, and people were like, you know it rains from like October to June. And, <laughs> and we were like, whatever, ha, 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 yeah, it's cute. Dude, it rains from October to June. Like, it's dark out forever. Yep. And you really do, it does something to your head after a while. Like, you start tripping out. And I had never gone through that, so I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I, I've noticed that um, a few places I've lived, um, if you have a wood stove or something where you can make a fire, mm-hmm. it makes a, at least for me. Right. It totally
1: does. We have a fireplace, and every time we light the fire, it, it brings an energy into the house that makes you not care about how ugly it is outside, <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Totally. Yeah, man. Well, and you also, um, I mean, you had another... Another baby today, yeah. Another baby
2: today. Did baby. didn't didn't the album come out today? Oh, so yeah. I mean, it's out every day now. Cool. Very nice. I would say that today, yeah, it's been reborn again, and um, it's really good to get it out there. It's been out like multiple different ways since february oh, and okay, I, okay. I did it in little waves and you know i'm not even really sure how to release an album um on my own and so i just did it as best i could and sort of like took the opportunity to uh do it um kind of in in a way that didn't stress me out too much because we're still just sort of watching penny every day and mm-hmm. getting little bits and pockets of of work done so whenever i can kind of calmly get something in where I'd like to talk to some people or, or throw something out there that uh into the musical sphere I want to do it in a way that um I'm not frantic yeah. so yeah yeah get it out there in different ways and and have it like exist naturally it, but this thing is so soothing and
0: well I was gonna say this particular album is so unique it's Really, really different than anything that I've heard from you or anybody that you've played with. And in a really, really good way, man, it's textured and thick and calming and environmental is the the way I feel like Mel and I were laying on the couch. We were listening to the Mori, the very first track, like about a half an hour ago. And I was like, this song sounds the way a sigh feels. Like when you're like, oh. like if you could make music that felt like that, that's that song.
2: Right on. I've been getting a, a pretty solid response along those lines, environmental and soothing and and sort of uh, to the point. You know, I'm not like a multi instrumentalist per se. Um, and I did have guests on here that helped out. But a lot of these things, they were birthed from, like, very, very, I would say, like, simple, pure ideas. And then I sort of branched them out just a little bit. And that's where I left it. And I I think that it um, was a good time to get it out and sort of maybe show people where my headspace is at lately. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, most of it was done on my own. And then the guests along the way. I just took very, very small little pieces of things that, um, you know, I felt were important. You know, we were just like hanging out. It wasn't any, a lot of these, uh, it wasn't like recording studios per se. Everything's kind Mm -hmm. of pieced together iPhone recordings and, you know, hang sessions and stuff just sort of ends up staying in there. And, and that's why I, it felt natural. And so that's like, I think why you get that, that feeling, it feels so good too man like
0: especially i I mean everything seems like especially right now but
2: what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories
0: i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking i can't quite believe this is happening
2: Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
0: With everything being so weird and surreal, life being so odd, and the energy in the world is is so sketchy, that when you get something like this, it's medicine. You know um, what I mean?
2: Yeah. I mean I'm excited to jam it out with some people soon. Yeah. I actually rehearsal here. I was playing some keys and drums and trying to figure out how to do it live. Um, Whoa. So. how how wow. would you
0: even go about that? Because it seems so cinematic.
2: Yeah. I don't know. A lot of it might just sort of end up being something really special for a couple of shows and I'm done with it. Um, but the idea all along um, in any sort of musical endeavor I have is to try to accomplish it live, but you kind of got to start somewhere. And I've been on the road so much the last five years that it's been tough to get together with anybody Right. and focusing on whoever's hiring me and working uh, that way um that's been like the main focus so a lot of the music i make i'm not like really you know it's hard to jam with yourself so i just get ideas and sort of like lay them out and every once in a while someone will come along and want to play on it or express interest in it um and that's how it comes about so like when it does end up becoming a live thing hopefully i'll have just found the right guys that are able to sort of accomplish what you heard um, but in a more improvisatory right. way yeah Almost i every I tuned in to like just the vibe of what the recording is and be able to like express themselves over the songs interpreting them however wow it
0: i would think that like i mean going to a good show is a lot like going to a movie in a lot of ways but Going and seeing something like that would be a completely different trip. Like, yeah. uh, I'm
2: excited. I, I'm really happy to hear that you guys enjoyed it or felt like yeah it went in a good way because um, I, I it is different than I think a lot of the music I end up working on. Um, so it was it's nice to get my vibe out there and feel oh yes it's accepted.
1: yeah like I love listening to instrumental music especially music that would be in a spa because that's the kind of music I would play during a treatment and listening to this it, Aaron said it earlier it's got texture but it's like I said myself it's also soothing so mm-hmm. it, it it's not just background anymore like with the spa music you do want to put something in the background that's not going to intrude on your treatment and take away from relaxation but what I found with this is that It does give that background effect, but there's interest, Mm -hmm. and it still doesn't take you away from relaxing. Yeah, Yeah. it's got a very unique dynamic to it, and I'm super stoked to play it for treatments, super stoked to see what you do with it. Thank
2: you. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, um, the one thing I'll say to that is a lot of the music that I end up listening to in my spare time, if I do have time to do that, um, it just sort of aids me in whatever context I'm in, which is mostly driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so I like to find things that sort of like complement the trip I'm on. Whatever. Sure. Um so they a lot of those things that I do end up listening to and influence me when I'm trying to relax. Tread that line of like keeping me calm but also keeping me engaged in like what I'm looking at around me. Right on.
0: Do you do you feel like you're you're that kind of person that needs some kind of external stimuli to keep the noise in your head tamped down?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too, man.
2: Definitely affected in a in a way that freaks me out about um sound. You know, I, have gotten, uh, I think my wife is the the closest person to like maybe understanding like what I go through when certain sounds are affecting me in a good or a bad way. And it's definitely, um, person to person, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% needing something to go to sleep to these days. That's the, the one crutch I have. I need something to like, just sort of take out the chatter. So what would
1: up. be an example of like a sound that would you know like take you in or out of a good mood See. or would you know create something like that um
2: to uh, good or bad i guess maybe a bad example first <laughs> bad example first i think would just be something that i've gotten an overdose of whatever that might be okay. so like You guys remember being backstage at festivals? Yes. (laughs) Vaguely. Yeah. Um, As the summer draws on, I'll start to realize whatever festival I'm at, maybe it's like October by this point. Mm -hmm. The sound of the PA from the Mm -hmm. opposite direction is like absolutely nauseating. Mm -hmm. You know,
4: it's
2: like, i mean it could be great out front but even at the point of like playing however many shows it's kind of hard to listen to something out front in 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 a a crowd with a giant pa but um but yeah the bass, the way that it's sort of like i don't know just i know what you mean white tent and like having nowhere else to go um and having that bass just sort of travel through your body for hours before you have to get up there and guys like you want a sub <laughs> <or> like, <whatever>. <laughs> no <laughs> uh, i don't know that i do um but you want to feel it i don't know it's like um that's definitely one thing but yeah anything that like you know i'm overdosing on is is a lot like my my dryer drives me nuts these days mm, okay. oh man that's the John man <laughs> <The>
3: <laughs> we,
4: little we, things getting in you're there. speaking my language right at,
0: now, brother? At the music <laughs> podcast
1: we always talk about sounds that we love that are positive in our life, but there's definitely sound or noises or music or whatever that grades against your nerves or that puts you in a state. I was just uh last night um Apple was um watching a live stream and I was about to go to bed and like for me, kind of like what you were saying bass it's a certain frequency of the bass. I love the bass. I love the instrument. I love the the vibratory, but it's after a certain pitch or vibration. It like, I feel like I am in a, like, I need to (laughs) like plug my ears, like in a small ball ball or like in a closet. Like I just can't feel it's, it's hurts almost.
2: Yeah. Mel, another example would be, I moved recently from Brooklyn to, pennsylvania oh i had uh our apartment is like right on this street you wouldn't really consider it busy but the way that the street is laid out the cars wish by and i was so soothed by it in the beginning really enjoyable sounded like the ocean and now it's the cars whizzing by is like i can feel my chest rising or or like like my heart kind of like almost creating
1: an anxiety huh
2: Definitely like an anxiety-inducing sound at this point. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's all definitely quarantine-related too. It's yes. never been like that as it has now where I'm like, what is that sound? I gotta, you know, either Make get away. it stop.
1: Well, maybe because you're also in the same place for a lot longer mm-hmm. than you were prior. Not just the quarantine, but the the reality of it. Physicality. Yeah, the physicality of it.
2: Definitely. Definitely.
3: Well, I understand what you're saying too. That I've found through this, it's hard to get uh, a good good night's sleep. It's hard not to be restless, and I have to normally. I'd like it quiet. I gotta have something on in the background. Mm-hmm. It's something whether it's white noise, usually music, real quiet, and white noise. I need something in going on in my head besides what's going on in my head (laughs) 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 and that that's soothing and that's something that's I was going to say there he gave me you admiration for the new album today I haven't been feeling the greatest this week and today is kind of a rough day I went down and laid down earlier I've already listened to the album but then I put it on not feeling well and just laid on my couch in the dark with my eyes basically kind of meditating and it just took me on a nice journey Of like one moment it's a magic carpet ride through the sahara and then it's something else and for some reason i'd heard it several times already but the track speed really did something for me today it like scratched this itch in my head that just felt so good the way it starts at that song particularly just really struck me today but it was therapy it was medicine it, it helped me it put me in a better mood this evening especially getting ready to talk to you to have that happen today. That's cool. It was very nice. And thank you for, thank you for the medicine. I feel better, John.
2: (laughs) That's so nice to hear, man. I mean, I, that one in particular is kind of influenced by some sonic strangeness that is called ASMR. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's scratching the itch. Sensory Meridian response. When you start sort of using microphones in a way where you gain them up really hot, like if you were to take your mic, gain it up really hot and get like a super clear picture of whatever it is is in front of the mic. Like crinkling a bag. That's like a very popular one. Okay, Um, But I guess in the music sense, the way that I use it is like in a a panning. Do you know what I like Mm -hmm. when you take one thing, put it over here, put it over here, and then you kind of make it go like this. Okay. Wow. That sound you start putting chords to it, or you start like with a melody, and that can kind of—I don't know—the faster it goes, the more it calms me down sometimes. So,
1: so it seems like this
2: album was like it was a therapeutic endeavor. Mm -hmm. Music uh, is—it's either that or a weapon, you know. I
1: I suppose we just talked about sound weapons earlier, so you're right,
0: John. (laughs) I so this being in one physical place f- so much has there's blessings and curses in it for me, and one of the two sides of that coin is it's really brought to light the noise in my head. There's a lot that happens in here that I wasn't really aware of prior to this, and I don't know if it's because I've been working from home and there's a lot of time where I'm here and the house is silent, you know, and that chatter that's going on in there is really fucking apparent and it's monotonous, maniacal, nonsensical rattling. I think of that, you know, that chimpanzee with the symbols and that's like half the time. I'm standing on the outside of this monkey brain thing going on in there going ape shit literally. And like watching it going, why don't you shut the fuck up? You know? And, uh, just recently I've started putting on static in the room, just static. And that seems to like tamp it down. And then I can
2: focus. do you relate to that? I have my own version of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't know if there's a way for me to get rid of it unless it just goes away. Mm-hmm. I mean, a- yeah. yeah. Oh.
1: Well, I was just going to say, I, I don't know that I have ADD, but Ryder, he talks about his ADD and he's another, he's our nephew. He used to be on the show, um, but he talks about, he has to have something in his ear all the time. So he's got headphones when he goes to bed. First thing in the morning, like he, there's always something cause it helps to quiet that whatever
3: he's always got one earbud
2: in at least one (laughs) one earbud is that's a that's brutal um but i i um i have that for sure i think a lot of us do right nothing to talk about or even put into words but um but for me you know the music thing like i said it's either therapy or a weapon and too much of it or too little of it you know, it just depends. You kind of have to find that, that nice balance. I've got a lot of work invested in the music mm. thing. So the older I get, the more I realize I have to really be careful about what I'm listening to. Whoa. Can, uh,
0: can you, can you explain that a little bit? Cause I, I get what you mean, but I guarantee there's certain people that are hearing right now that are like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. The, um, I guess what I'm getting at is, I have to listen to things to learn them um, or remember them, and I have these little cues within the music that help me play drums and sort of relate to the other musicians without being there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So for me to kind of tap into those cues, like alone when I'm working on them, um, I can't have listened to like six albums that week, okay. <laughs> or else. Yeah um to like ingest the the work i have to do right so um i usually tend to stick to something for a really long time and uh and sort of work that muscle that makes me good at um learning what i need to know about the music whether i have to learn it for if i'm playing with a band or not um just like sticking with it and sort of um treating it like a note card
1: (laughs) yeah kind of like minimizing the input so you can focus on what you need to learn for your output
0: yeah i would i see it like there's only so much room on the canvas and if you start spilling paint from all over the place all over the thing there's no room left to do what you need to do and also like i don't remember who we were talking to i think it might have been billy strings um we're talking about like learning to play and developing your style. And he was like at one, at some point I had to stop listening to other guitar players because I was finding my own voice. I was replicating the things that I heard instead of finding
2: my own thing. Right. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Um, And luckily a lot of the music I listen to isn't too close to my work. They're different things and that's really helpful that i don't have too much invested in what it is that i do versus like my pleasurable listening that i actually can Mm -hmm. like take and inform my work so that's kind of like a nice thing i got these two different sort of um places in which they inform each other and don't um i don't know i Mm -hmm. guess like overlap bleed over
0: yeah yeah What's yeah. what's some of the music that you're listening to that you for fun music? Like yeah. or
2: Um, for fun, I listen to things. I mean, the the stuff that might pertain to the record that I put out, hikikomori would be a bit there's a band called The Books. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Mm-mm. It's like a cellist and a guitar player. And they take found sound collages and sort of create um really cool atmospheric tracks that's cool Bucks is a cool band i've been really into um limbic system all my life which is an incredible drums and keyboards duo and um let's see what else oh yeah room full of teeth is another one that i really <laughs> like <laughs> It's like, um, they're a vocal group. They just, there's like six, three guys and three girls. And they do these incredible, like, pieces with their voices where they're, you know, like, you know, like a barbershop quartet kind of has like this. These guys use their voices like slide guitars. Like they have all these different moves where they're like bending into chords. And it's just really like, you don't really even. I like things that you don't really understand what you're listening to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm.
2: It goes away. It's like, that's not a guitar. That's not a voice. Or so I've been into stuff like that. Cause it kind of makes me, uh, it makes the band stuff refreshing too. Oh, so- wow.
0: Okay. That makes wow. total sense. Cause if you're constantly in the same thing, that thing can turn gray.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man that with the I mean I love both but for me I have to categorize things to some extent to feel like at least right now that I can go and sit down and play drums and become a member of a band again yeah. um so I sort of kind of like deep dives into those things but honestly to be honest I mean like a lot of what I've been listening to lately is like things that my daughter my daughter knows this sign this is more mm-hmm. this is like for everything more is kind of like what it is and we started putting on Dua Lipa do you guys know yeah. Oh yeah been <laughs> listening to Dua Lipa songs like three <laughs> you know since she figured out more which was probably like six months ago or something um, so I listened to mostly Dua Lipa Wait till it's like the Wiggles
0: and (laughs) Paw Patrol soundtrack.
2: 90% Dua Lipa. So
1: So what about, um, segue just a little bit into Astrology Days?
2: Oh, wow, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, welcome to the podcast uh, scene. (laughs) Tell us
2: about that. Well, Astrology Days is um, something I started with Pappy from Cabinet. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of cabinet on the East coast, no. bluegrass, a really incredible bluegrass band from Pennsylvania Okay, for about 10 years. And Pappy and I just maybe, uh, well, actually, yeah, it's been a year since we first started talking about it, but we started astrology days. It was kind of a way as all of our shows kind of started tanking, all the schedules got, you know screwed up we were like well let's start astrology days because none of our friends release music and we want to try to you know give them a place to be and the idea was like you know there's not much we can do for you but if we band together we'll be able to at least help each other in in little areas of expertise that we have like pappy is really good at artwork or small batches of cds i'm really good at mixing um our buddy ben is an audio engineer and tech and does all these things they're trying to just like try to put everybody in-house and and have like a place where um our areas which is kind of like uh, brooklyn lehigh valley pennsylvania and burlington vermont to have some sort of sound so that's what we're creating there it's like Um, a collective an artist collective or musician collective correct yes and the podcast is like an extension of that um just trying to talk to our friends and keep saying <laughs> I listened to um I listened to the first episode today no way yeah, oh, yeah.
0: No, so did I. I I did and um wow man like
1: I like how you it, talked about th- the very beginning that's that was, what I was gonna say yeah. you
0: really like painted a picture for me of what you personally went through at the start of all this shit and what that looked like through your eyes, you know, like we all have our own lens of experience and we're living our life through it. And it's a, v- it's kind of weird talking to you now for me because you represent a, a full circle in a weird kind of a way for me because the first time you and I spoke, you called me um, about talking to you at uh, skull and roses February of 2020 or January we talked on the phone for a little while and that's right yeah
1: I remember now
0: and um the second to last show I saw before quarantine was Mike Gordon Gordon band at the Crystal Ballroom
4: no way
0: yes and now I'm talking to you now so it's this weird like full circle thing it's just a it's extraordinary to see that through your eyes, the other how, side of how it, it all went down because dude, it's fucking terrifying, man. And, and I forgot like the, the scariness of it when it was going down. Like we, cause now we have the benefit of hindsight and looking back and going, okay, well it wasn't, you know, it, there wasn't bodies lined up in the streets, but mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen. And like you're in a tour bus with 12 people and going to Japan, that's gnarly, man
3: it was
2: weird well it wasn't that weird yet but what was weird i think at that point like you were sort of saying is you know when when i did get back it was like where we lived exactly and there was so little knowledge about it that people were kind of really kind of losing it a little bit Mm yeah well we had moved three weeks earlier into another place um just as I was getting off the road. Um, so there were many uh, things that I'm like, even recalling now that I'm like, wow, that was a crazy time. But, um, but the, cra- you know, what, what you, uh, how do I put this? The, the best thing about it, I think. Um, the best thing about like, that time i think for us was the fact that we were both my my wife is a dancer she Mm -hmm. does um, touring as well and we were both kind of getting our life started seemingly with Mm. Penny. simultaneously on the road she would take her on the road with her sometimes i would go on the road with them too and then i was also going on the road it really seemed like when i think about that time and and what we would have been doing up until this point, if this hadn't happened um, it's kind of a blessing. So I don't really, yeah, don't really try to think about it any other way. Mm-hmm. Cause it like really cranks my brain into like a negative place and I, I can go towards the darkness too easily. So I, I try to think about it. Like I got my, my first year with my daughter mm-hmm. exclusively, which is great. And I got to work on music and start a podcast, and work on the podcast. I mean, it's all full circle for me too. Because talking to you um, back then, I hadn't really checked out the podcast. Mm -hmm. And when you asked to have me on, or I I think you were doing something at Skull and Roses where you were talking to some people from bands, right? Um, since then, I've listened to a bunch of episodes of your podcast. And the nice thing that you guys have going on is that. You all seem so naturally, um, like your intros, like the way that you sort of introduce a guest is like the best thing about uh, a podcast that I think a lot of podcasts miss. And it's, you know, your friendship really kind of shines through the way that you guys sort of set everybody up. It's really cool. Thank you. Man. That's cool, man. Hey, hey. I
0: appreciate, appreciate that, John. That's a that's, uh, high praise coming from you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I had to... You know, like I'm hanging out with you in the room.
1: That's, (laughs) that's what it really is for us. And it always has been. And I think early on, um, you know, whenever we would ask anybody and I mean, and they would say, Oh no, you know, we don't want to be on the show or we can't be on the show or whatever. I'd be like, well, I don't want to talk to anybody. This is in my head. Of course. I don't want to talk to anybody who doesn't want to talk to us, you know, but I really (laughs) felt like that in, in a real sense of the way, like, we're inviting people in to our life, to our home. And the awesome part about it is that we get to talk to these extraordinary people doing extraordinary things in our home for everybody to listen. And so I really like you, you saying that really, um, it hits home because that is what we're doing. We are inviting you in. We want you to come in and chill and play with your instrument or talk about it or talk about your mom's cooking or hang out. And we don't, if you want to talk about your album the whole time, sweet. If you want to talk about your kids, right on. If you want to talk about your dog, that's cool, too. Like, <laughs> and we have not, what, had a
3: long friendship. The yeah. three of us have known each other. very. You know, We're like brothers and sisters and
1: we're not husband hu- and
3: wife totally. and best friend. And, and I'm glad to hear that comes through, yeah, too.
1: That- we want to hear what you want to talk about. and mm-hmm. And so does what we found out. So does everybody else who's listening. You know, if you do 20 other interviews, hopefully they'll be fantastic, but it won't be like the one that we did because ours was a conversation about cool stuff, Whatever, you know, yeah. whatever.
0: I, you know, John too, I, I told you that the, the second to last, I think it was the second to last. Yeah, I'm not Andy sure Flasko- if it was Umphreys McGee or them, but, uh, I had never seen you guys live. Um, Which is uh, uh, Mike is. Gordon band. I had never seen it. And um, I I didn't know what to expect. And I went there without, like, I just went going, I'm going to see music tonight. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know what's going to happen. And I I have to be honest with you. It was in my top three favorite shows I've ever been to. Yes.
2: So nice to hear. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. if I it blew, had to, us, it blew yeah. us
3: all
0: it away. Made
1: it made such a huge impact on us that we all left kind of dumbfounded. Yeah,
0: like when nobody spoke on the ride home. We all just kind of went home and like stared out at the, the ivy on the porch yeah, for a little usually while.
1: Usually it's like, woo, we're, yeah, you know, pumped up. And it was a completely different kind of a thing. Ooh, I can
0: feel it right it now. It wasn't
1: like we weren't pumped up. It was like, whoa. Stunned. Uh, yeah it it really I don't even know now thinking back on it because I didn't I didn't realize that you were drumming for the that show and when I listened to episode one when you were talking about your recap I was like oh my god (laughs) I didn't know that so I just found that out today (laughs) yeah because I was listening to the episode his episode and you you mentioned it I don't it's know. Fun. It's it's kind of rad that this serendipitous kind of um, full circle uh, musical blessing is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, it really feels good to have you on talking real talk and just knowing that even right before <laughs> <laughs> everything went down, you were there,
2: um, you know, there. Yeah. It was one of my last gigs for sure. So. But yeah, I'm surprised and not surprised because Mike Band surprises me all the time too. <laughs> really, <laughs> I, I never expected to be playing with somebody. Uh, oh, I never thought that you know so many rules could be broken for me, and they and and like I could come out of it the other side of you no know, somebody else. So that's that's what that band has done for me. Like all those guys have uh, have been influences in different ways some for longer than others. So I was a little nervous going into it. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I was 25 when I joined it. And, um, I didn't know too much about Mike, but Robert, I did. And I was like a big fan of his. And I had also known Scott for a little bit. Cause I, I had a band that opened for him. Um, but it was like a little, it was, you know i i didn't have like a whole lot of knowledge going into it so mm-hmm. it was like a, a pretty big a pretty big shock to the system to to hop on the road for that first tour and sort of figure out how to adjust and you know mike is such a sweet band leader which is normal and not normal but there's something about the way that he approaches music that i never thought possible so that to be able to do that once or twice a year on a tour is like really cool
0: Everybody guess what time it is? Separate. It's separate. I'm so
1: excited to be able to say it's separate. I know.
3: It's time to like
0: hydrate, Shows.
3: take a stretch, and check this out.
1: Have you ever listened to John Morgan Kimmock?
3: Out of an eyeball that you got at Electric Fish Lights? Shit. Yeah, your work probably gonna most definitely <laughs> going
1: to after you that listen sounds to this super episode cool. an eyeball
0: that that would be cool yeah. go to go over to um, electricfishlights.com and check out what we're talking about they build Order these, an eyeball they build these lights with this thing called IQ technology which
1: stands for interlocking quadrilateral
0: it does stand for that and it's upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic and it's these 30 different shapes that can be configured it, or 30 different pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes And when you put them together, you could basically make anything Anything. your mind can conceive of. And then not only can they make basically any shape light, but inside the light, they have light bulbs that have color changing upgrade. They also have a light that has a Bluetooth speaker and a color changing upgrade. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just some light that turns. You're going to walk in the room and turn it on and boring all light, stupid light. No, this is a light that like adds atmosphere and and like energy and life and sound and vibration and fun into your space. And it's really, really fucking dope. And you have
3: hundred percent control of the colors too. You can go through all the rain, the variants of the rainbow and it, it's awesome. It is
0: pretty awesome. And all of them come with a 12 year energy efficient, safe to leave on bulb, a 12 foot cord and a hardware kit to hang the light. And they're hooking up the no simple road family with a promo. off when you put in the promo code NSR.
1: And if you order the color changing light bulb, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a limited edition collaborative poster between Electric Fish Lights and you over there, the conductor babe of No Simple Road.
0: So you're going to get some No Simple Road art, you're going to get an Electric Fish Light, you're going to get free shipping, you're going to get a poster all this stuff is magic. Go to electricfishlights.com and tell them who sent you.
3: Hey. What's up, Apple? You know what? We got an awesome sponsor in Define Premium Cannabis. Hell yeah, we define. do. Yeah, we're out there to define your cannabis experience. Oh, shit. Check so that out. So if you come on out to one of our stores here in the Portland area, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove, we are there to take care of you. The cannabis world can be very confusing. There's new products all the time. You know, it used to be THC Now and CBD. Now there's CBG. There's CBN. They're coming out new cannabinoids all the time. So come on in. Visit us at one of those two locations. I am at the Hillsboro location Monday through Friday. And, and if, if you, you come c- in. If you go
0: in there Monday through Friday and you ask for Apple at the Hillsboro location, she comes out of the back dressed like a hobo. And on his back, he has a stick with a bandana on it. And it looks like, you know, back in the day with the cartoons. Hobo sack. And inside that hobo sack is the perfect cannabis product for you. And if you tell them at Define that you are part of the No Simple Road family, you will get 10% off your purchase. And your first trip in, you get a free t-shirt. And that 10% off is good every time you go in. So the one in Hillsborough or the one in Forest Grove, go in there. Hook yourself up with something to make yourself feel better. It can be a dabs, or it can be some flour. Or, or it
1: can be some bath salts oh to get God, you through the weekend. bath salts,
0: man, or just the bee's knees. They're like... <sighs> it really is They like really the are the <laughs> like that. <It's> exactly <laughs> like that. And they're going to take care of you because you're part of the No Simple Road family. And because you're part of the No Simple Road family, that you get the hookup on the good herb at Define Premium Cannabis. Talking about Mike... Like, I've never met the guy, but he, I can see how that's a thing. He made an Instagram post that just an Instagram post, man, that is affecting me to this day. Mel and I talk about it all the time. And he was talking about how he holds his pick and like,
1: I, yeah, do you, I, re- do you know, what you well, I remember cause I saw it and I told Aaron about it and he was talking about just like, just playing it. A, like just a small fraction, like over than what he normally would and how the sound is completely different and relating it to life, you know, changing what you do just a fraction, you know, to, to make it, it's still the same sound, but not, you yeah, know, it's just a little bit better. Yeah. And that, that one degree or that half of degree, um, It just, it was, it was a super powerful way of describing, because, you know, if you're listening to somebody play and you're a listener, you're not necessarily um, paying attention to those, like, minute details. But the person who's playing it is, you know? And so when you're in your life, just going along your life, you don't realize that people are paying attention and you make that one Mm -hmm. little, that one little correction that can have such a huge impact. So I just, it stuck with me forever. Like, so yeah, it, it's a,
2: so it's I can amazing. imagine touring
0: yeah. with the guy is is probably pretty amazing.
2: Oh yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's a really special time of the year. I hope we get to get back to it. Yeah,
3: some... Me too. As <laughs> well, I said, Mike is also a crack up just on his social media. We crack up with his, his recipe, his cooking, all, all his stuff. Cats. I mean, that's just a fun dude.
0: <laughs> so, you you know you're talking about maybe doing shows for this thing has there been any talk of anything going on are you still in in lockdown mode over there and
2: i i stay in lockdown mode for the most part we've really grown accustomed to our our bubble here um i do have a couple shows coming up um and it's only because i feel very safe uh with the people doing them and i would I would encourage my other musician friends to also only do those (laughs) and not just jump the gun. Um, So I have two shows coming up in in April and that's about it until, you know, um, I get a vaccine, I guess. I mean, honestly, there hasn't been a whole lot of people booking shows out here out East because it's been so cold. Mm -hmm. We haven't really seen glimpses of opening up. April is going to be the first test. So, um I said no to a couple of things where I just didn't really understand how people were gonna handle their party or their show or whatever it is.
4: Sure.
2: The two that I said yes to are I know the folks and kinda understand it to be like, Okay, I can get with this. That's that's cool. <laughs> when when you feel
1: responsible and yeah. comfortable.
2: Yeah, yeah. The one is an indoor and one is an outdoor and the indoor one I had played last year with them and so i under i know like the backstage has a bunch of different rooms and everyone can stay in their own you know room and we all know the music so what are,
3: what are the two shows? i saw the april 3rd one that was coming yeah. up what, what was the other one april 3rd you're playing what's that Just so everybody knows and make sure to tune in
2: sure i don't know how you might tune in and oh is I it think, not a
1: live stream also i don't know
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I'm not sure. I just know that it's like kind of like a backyard barbecue. Oh, okay. With myself, uh, Karina Reichman, and John Modeschi.
4: Mm. Third.
2: And then the f- ninth, I believe, is at the Vogel with Mark Muller, who's an um, incredible guitar player. Um, most notably playing with Bruce Springsteen for a long time and uh and he put a great band together for that so that's exciting some dead and some dylan and some some band stuff too i think so it's a nice kind of like mixed bag of good good tunes that uh karina
0: and Modesky show i would give my left arm
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: hit that show man that Oh, with that i'm starting to figure out my rig and see what kind of like fun i can have with that one because those <sighs> those two like they're gonna crack me wide open i know it
0: karina is a <laughs> absolute force of nature
2: yep that is that is true she yeah. is a
0: trip man i i really really want to get her on here and talk to her man she uh i i had only seen her with marco Mm -hmm. i didn't know that there was a solo thing i didn't know that there was her own thing it's
2: just starting it's i mean she hasn't even scratched the surface man that's
0: gonna be something
2: i remember her from marco's band only we hadn't met each other or maybe we had maybe once or twice and then Mm -hmm. i i think we did one gig together where i played i filled in for their drummer dave butler and it was me and Marco and Karina. And that was the, <laughs> the most fun, exhausting hang I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
0: party. Mar- Marco High knows energy. how to throw a party, man.
2: <laughs> In New Orleans. Um, so that was uh, my introduction to that. Yeah.
1: Another cool collaboration you were talking about was with Keller Williams. Did you oh, do anything wow. with the cell with him with that?
2: So what that was myself and pappy i'll send you guys just like the discography we've got so far yeah that'd be awesome at your leisure there's all sorts of stuff in there folk electronica it's like kind of all over the map but um that was keller and pappy from cabinet exchanging voice memos whoa and and they gave them to me and i kind of mixed them up into like Some sort of thing, and so the actually the beginning of the Astrology Days podcast, I guess you would call it a logo piece. That little like Sonic, I guess it's just guitar is Keller Williams.
1: Oh, Oh, right. Okay.
2: Some phone samples, like you know, yes, the beginning. So that song is that collaboration. There's there's more of those too, but I'm still working on them. Have you always been, um?
0: how do I put this sonically inclined? Like even as a little kid, were you hyper-focused on sound?
2: I, you would have to ask someone who was around me as a kid. I was definitely into the drums when I was very young. That's what I, I know for sure. I think from like the time I was three, I got put in front of drum kits oh. and, and sort of, I was running around venues and stuff mm-hmm. on the- Between home and and doing shows Uh, And um, I loved that game Simon Do you remember Simon? Oh yeah Yeah. me too man (laughs) Yeah, That game I think Gave me a compositional Mind (laughs) Okay I remember A pattern That has to do That associates also with like a tone and a color, you're going to totally give them like the ability to understand instruments or at least composition um, or the makeup of whatever they're interested in. I think that's like a really important thing that happened to me. So that happened right as I was able to attend sound checks as a child and also get to play at set breaks. And I got a lot of really cool, breaks you know when I was a young kid and um I uh I I I think I was remembering just the other day like the way that they would watch me while they were sound checking was they'd give me a bunch of bouncy balls Mm -hmm. and I would get to run around the venue and bounce the balls so as long as they saw the balls bouncing they know Johnny was okay because they were rehearsing. <laughs> oh
0: wow! Wow, that's pretty
1: that's ingenious. Very ingenious.
2: So, instead of an iPad, that was like how I was. That just bought. sounds
3: fun as a kid too. Like you sounds got the whole now. venue with super <laughs> bouncy ball. Yeah, let's go bounce balls around the venue. I, yeah,
2: there's no one in them, you know, and it's like empty.
1: That's so fun. You
0: know what? What occurred to me just now while you're t- telling story about growing up and running around venues, like. That's your, been your whole life. You know what I mean? And for you, that's just normal shit, normal life. And then this happens. And this, is, this has got to be like a complete upside down, bizarro world to be sitting at home with your baby and, and your wife. Well,
4: but it, that's but
1: clearly in a good
2: way. Um, the weird part of it is the time to reflect on what it is I was actually doing. I think, cause the more time I have to really, I, I try to dis- take like maybe half of what is actually going on into account <laughs>
4: <And> <laughs> <the other half>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because it'll freak me out too much. Um, and I think my dad's like that too. Um, but like, there's like a thing about, I guess just the, what, what I'm interested in about what I'm doing is like, not necessarily the attention seeking part of it but just the survival part of it <laughs> yeah at this point and so getting to even be social is kind of tough but what the the thing I, I want to sort of like really hold on to is the fact that what I'm doing isn't like um, like uh, it isn't like turn like sensationalized in my brain you know I want to keep it close to me and normal and and not feel as if the people I'm playing with have like, I don't know, just like the, as soon as I think that I'm doing something special or whatever that would, would mean. Or like, if I look at the whole picture, the way that someone might look at it from the outside that didn't live the way I did kind of growing up, I think, um, keeping that sacred and just sort of looking at like, okay, I just, I need to keep creating music. Um, that's where I like to, to stay with my home. Wow. You just and, answered
0: a question Mel and I talked about on a walk today and you weren't even there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was preparing. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: it sounds like you're just really emotionally in tune, you know, like to what is healthy and not healthy for you. And I'm learning that, about that. I'm learning about that so, sure. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've, you've learned something you know, cause your answers are very well thought out mm-hmm. and very, um, like cautious to your, to your person, you know, like I, I really respect that. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like you're taking care of yourself the way that you're answering the questions. If that makes sense.
2: <laughs> like, getting there and and it, it's not without all sorts of weird run-ins in the past trying to figure out like where my boundaries lie and uh learning those i think fairly young and within a scene where everyone's older anyway yeah and how old I, are you now uh 30 okay <laughs> 31
3: I like he'd had to think about it <laughs> sneaking that year oh, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: it's like
2: i never thought i'd be 31 so and it's in the non, like, it's not very special, like 31. So I was like, what year did, oh, right. We just did COVID. So <laughs> <laughs> like you're playing a show. We just did COVID.
4: Uh,
2: yeah. But um, yeah, to to that point, making sort of uh, these or, or making that like, that last year sort of passed the way it did and sort of being on social media and sort of seeing like everything kind of go away, but also exist at the same time and like figure out where you're a part of it. And, you know, the more you learn about, um, who you're playing with actually, or what's actually going on, the weirder it can kind of get because like all these folks that I've played with have had histories like that span my lifetime times two. Yeah. So I don't know about that. I'm not, I don't understand what that was um, or how much that means to other people that might be coming to the shows. I have like very little understanding of those things. Um, Mm. And the more that I understand them, I got to kind of pick and choose which Mm. ones I, I like attach onto and sort of like have it stick with me because I got to hang out with these people and, exist and, and sort of realize that like you know the real thing that's that's important is like what's going on right now right here yeah. what I'm doing or what this person's doing or that person it's not the history or, or the future um but those Present. things exist in people's minds everybody comes to shows with stories or like you know just the fact that so many people show up every night to see you out of the blue all of a sudden even if they're not there to see you to be a part of it in that way where you're a component on the stage, sort of like, I don't know. I've, I've tried to keep myself kind of sheltered from the things that I can tell get weird. (laughs) That's, you know what, man, that that's kind of what
0: Mel and I were talking about today. And um, I've asked, several musicians in the past, like, you know, do you, do you realize that what you're doing is a, is sacred to people and that, you know, like going to a show is a,
1: a certain level of responsibility. Sp- yeah.
0: And a spiritual thing for people. And, and the answer more often than not is I try not to think about that. And I just want to play the music. And, right. and I, I understand. I do. I get it. It's a, do or else i don't think i'd be here right yeah (laughs) and it's a big thing and and if we talk it out too much it loses its specialness in a weird kind of a way maybe but just acknowledging the thing itself is huge to me because i'm not a musician right and for me my first experience with that was walking into a grateful dead show. And so I was left wondering if that thing was even real for a long time. Like I was like, fuck, did that really happen? Like, was that a thing? And, um, it took me like, I might be slow on the uptake. I feel like, cause it took me a long time to figure that out, to be like, no man, that wasn't just you stupid. Like that, you know what i mean and uh Um, i i respect that of you man that's at 30 i wish i would have had my shit together
2: like that yeah i'm not claiming to have my shit together yet (laughs) (laughs) like that (laughs) (laughs) i I concur and you know an example of this is there has been a story that's i've you know woken up in a city and bouncing around the outside of the venue and someone will say Hey, do you remember when, um, oh no, what's Todd Rundgren destroyed your drum kit on stage, uh, during Bang on the Drum All Day on the Encore of the Fillmore? (laughs) No, dude, I wasn't even alive. (laughs) Told me that, and uh, I had to ask somebody else in my family my dad if that was like true it's like yeah that that happened you were on stage and you had a little mini drum kit and he destroyed the drum kit on stage at the film war uh during the encore and you would just sort of sat there and kept playing on whatever drum you could or something um and so sometimes when i'm thinking about things like that you know it's just a weird to even have people show up and know stuff about you that you don't even know yes I don't I don't remember that and so to me it's kind of like well that exists for you and and everything but as soon as I start thinking about that or as soon as I start looking at somebody that's looking at me and I'm I'm starting to think like were you there that night you know (laughs) whatever it might be it's 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 just sort of one of those I don't want to yeah yeah like to re recant those and but i don't remember them you know because i was so young but i've been dealing with that for for life as long as i've been playing with my dad and and i think i've gotten pretty good at it but again it's like i don't remember a whole lot of those times because i was a kid right So,
0: and like my dad was a movie producer my mom was a trapeze artist and flew on the trapeze in the circus
2: That sounds like a rich upbringing there. Bro. (laughs) So so like
0: I grew up on in backstages and running around the elephants, the circus and all kinds of crazy shit. And it was just normal. And uh, so I get where you're coming from in that it just seems normal to you. And there's, for you, there's a whole other level of people nostalgizing, if that's even a word, the history of it. Like, all the things that happened with your dad and in the past. And that whole musical history is very nostalgic for a huge swath of the musical community, man. And those people feel it and know it in a way that just is different. And um,
1: it's almost like historians yeah you yeah. know like a <laughs>
0: bunch of fucking armchair
1: it, it, historians. it seems like a lot of people from the dead community or just you know even older rock bands any any older rock band at this point a lot of the people that were going to those shows are older and so there's a lot of history and so anything involved in that can bring up that nostalgia mm. that you're talking about
2: i'm so sorry you guys the um I checked out for that entire time there that you were just. We <laughs> were talking about nostalgia, yeah.
1: not future nostalgia by Duolipa, but. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: I, I, my Zoom thing went like spinny wheel and.
0: I saw you. It made a weird sound. Yeah. yeah. It's we're cool. Back. It's cool. We're back. We're here now. <laughs> we're present right now. No, man. You know what? I, I, like I said, I think that, uh, at 31 years old, you've got a, a, a really good handle on it. I, I think if it was the other way around and you were like full force, just digging into all of that stuff, the music wouldn't be the way the music is when you play it.
2: Yeah. And the guys I hang out with in in the music world are that they've brought me up in it and shown me, you know, I mean, a lot of the folks that I'm lucky enough to play with went through so much stuff that they're kind of done with all of these negative aspects of the things as they were starting to tour with me. So whether I'm with Mike or or my pops or touring with O'Teal, um, or any of these, there's a lot of different things that I'm kind of just like jumping back and forth in between. I'm lucky that there's a lot of that bullshit is not there. Yeah, You know, the phases of those people's lives had, had ended as I was jumping into them. So I, I kind of got good, uh, you know, kind of as mellow as you could ask for it. Touring experiences.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you just, I mean, those, three people that you just mentioned are the cream of the crop really like really. that that's the sweetest
2: people i've ever met you know that's, i feel very lucky so well, and I'm, i want to stay within it and and sort of keep keep that you know stuff in mind i mean there's reminders good and bad everywhere you look oh, as, yeah. soon as you walk into a show so <laughs> you know i know that a lot of a majority of the people that are coming to shows whether it be on a Wednesday or a Friday night just get to go to that show and save up for that show whatever it may be so they want to you know go crazy so I you know you kind of have to keep in mind like the priority is that ever you can't like really judge it's like man these people need to let loose you know but you're on kind of a different path or whatever it might be that night so it's like a it's an interesting place to navigate especially when you're um I don't know. Just doing it every night. Right. And everyone else is just doing it for that night, <laughs> uh, man. It, well, it's well, it's playing the long game.
1: This is the the other part of the conversation that an Aaron and I were Aaron and I had while we were walking Darwin. Um, knowing that if you're the musician and exactly like you said, there's a lot of people they just need to let loose. They need to cut. They've been holding that ticket for like three months, waiting for you to come to town, and they decided they're gonna, you know, get ripped that night, whatever that might mean for them. Um, and they need it. They worked their ass off. You, this is the end, the leg of your end leg of your tour. You're exhausted. You want to get back home to your girl, to your baby, to your house. You just want to sleep in your own bed for a minute. You're not thinking that way but you still want to bring that same amount of energy. Like you said, it's difficult to navigate. How do you navigate that? Like, what, what are some of the things that you do to navigate that?
2: For me personally?
1: Yeah. Like that, that either that energy or just the, you know,
2: yeah. Um, just be as friendly as possible and, and understand if you're running into anybody that like, this is their night. Like,
4: that's, (laughs) wow.
2: Man. That's their night. And, I'm I'm a part of it, so I don't want to bum them out.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, wow, that's Amen. that's super thoughtful because you could have just said it's your night. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's my night. I'm playing. I'm here.
2: It is my night too, and there's some there's very few times, but there's been a couple times where I, I just I've had to say you know please let me um be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or whatever, maybe, but I'll mostly be, you know, be attentive and want to talk to people, see what they're all about and what's going on. You could tell right away when someone's just not on your level or they're checked you out. Sure? Oh yeah,
0: man. I mean, you, A you gamut up- of like
2: people in the green room, no idea how they got there, and you know they're just standing in the corner. You could tell they're tripping out. We just leave them alone. Yeah. yeah
0: well i mean you grew up in the scene too man and
2: out. and it's funny like where you end up like this girl just ended up in the green room and she's just sort of standing in the corner and let's just let her do that yeah. <laughs> she's a plant yeah. now <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a palm tree no you know what i think it is um aaron was saying like i wish you know i had my shit went it together when i was 30 um you just have a lot of experience in something mm. that not a lot of average, um, non-musician people have. And so because of that, you have a natural knack of maturity in that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's really coming through the um, fact that, you know, when to be compassionate to somebody, like, let them just be in the corner. They're not supposed to be here. I kind of don't want them here, but they need to be there. And so without you trying just naturally, your upbringing has, um, prepped you for the groomed you for wh- what situation you're in
2: I will say I mean I I have to give credit to my bandmates or whoever's around me in the in these situations because I mean the that particular one that I remember is so special to me because I was sitting there and we had finished the night and um it, we were playing with Jeff Kameny and George Porter and uh my pops and um I don't know. Maybe a couple other people it was like a jazz fest thing, and it, we had gotten to the point where we realized this girl was in the corner and she wasn't with anybody, and she was, you know, not harming anyone either. And I was kind of like, you know, what's what's up with that? You know, she's, you know, I'm like, what is she like? What is
1: what the fuck? <laughs> what's the four one one?
2: There was an element of like danger, sure. And Jeff's just like, just just let her be. <laughs> <laughs> let it- <laughs> just let it happen, man. Let her do that, you know, because she was looking around. It looked like, you know, she was definitely on something. And I was worried, you know, and I was like thinking, like, maybe I should do something or maybe I should get somebody or like, is the, are the people around me okay? Or there's all these things that enter my head. And the older guys are just like, just let it, you know. Be. and then she would move from one corner to the other corner Whoa. and then she, the other i mean we hung out for a good hour she just moved from corner to corner and we would just like let her be so that was a huge lesson
4: <laughs> like
2: wow. it's like you know you might not be supposed to be there but <laughs> sometimes like when you can recognize that someone's having a you know whatever they're having just yeah. sort of like in their own world they're not a threat they're just they don't want to like even talk to anybody. They yeah, just want to no. move. she may not even <laughs> knew she was in the room, man. <laughs> just didn't know, and so people started bringing her water, and you know, she just moved from corner and corner of water, and eventually just had some water and left. Just but I mean, it <laughs> just a strange one for me, and that I don't know why that one pops up. But well, it, was, it was cool because I I was talking mostly with Jeff. And he was so, it was so naturally like you could tell that that was the right move. Their move was not to sort of eject someone or even inquire. It was just like, let it be, (laughs) let
0: it happen. Well, I mean, that that, that scene, there's so much insanity.
1: Maybe later on after she was came to maybe the next day, maybe it was the best night of her life
3: <laughs> she's a fly on the wall you know observing. like when she
1: recalls it she was fixing some major childhood trauma shit and she had this awesome space with people just giving her water and letting her do her thing like that's the that's wisdom magic slash um i don't know what the other word would be but like of psychedelics and being in a space where it's safe to experiment and the music venue slash scene is generally a safe place generally generally a safe place to explore that world and be left alone or be understood during that time and whether it's being condoned or not that's a place where people do that you know and to understand how to navigate through that is a super important thing because i don't know that that will go away i want
3: i want to hear her story now man yeah
2: i mean who knows where she came from it was jazz fest so i should confirm but um shout out to that woman that was shout out shout out
3: um well i remember (laughs) i was just gonna say real quick i don't know if aaron will remember the this i keep wanting to say last year it wasn't last year it was 2019 we saw j-rad the mcdonald theater down in eugene and i think we've all seen this guy i'm sure you have seen these people at shows where you see him the show hasn't even started yet and they're at 100 miles an hour this guy's just like a beer in each hand and he's like yeah here's j-rad tonight and you can tell and you want to be like bro chill out, to you're, you're, play the first you're gonna ruin it. and it happened, we saw him at the end of the show and he's against the wall, you can tell he like puked a little on himself, his buddies are trying to keep, you know, the poor guy that was his night to see J-Rad and he was so pumped but he overdid it and ended up like you're leaning right. against the wall and probably has no recollection of the show he was there to see but you can't it's hard to do something for that person when they're
2: in that yeah, let it oh, happen God. man I still don't understand that but i i i know what happened i mean i i first started knowing about j-rad through scott and he's like have you been to one i was like no i no seen it fully i mean scott were on the road and um he's like yeah i mean it's like a thing it's like fully intense that like, <laughs> one day you know and uh i think i was dropping off a symbol for joe in brooklyn or my my friend was and uh, we saw each other he's going up to vermont with my wife who was pregnant with penny at the time and he's like oh you're gonna be up there and i was like yeah you come to come to the show and i was like i don't know if i can or we might leave that day it depends because you know my wife was like really it was like the baby moon um oh, so
1: yeah fun I'd go up for
2: have a minute in vermont before before it happened and Joe's wife was also pregnant. And um, I think the last day I was there, <laughs> or second to last day, somebody called me, um, Joe's manager, and said, are you still in Vermont? And and he was like, yeah. Or I was like, yeah. And he was like, can you play a show at, at the waterfront tomorrow? And I was like, well, let me ask my wife and see how she's feeling or whatever. And I've come to find out that, you know, Joe had his baby that night, oh, and I oh, shit. playing filling in for him in JRad.
4: Oh, what?
2: and that was my first sort of JRad experience, like from front to back, was actually kind of playing.
1: <laughs> Holy what? crap! Okay. Wait a minute. We need a little bit more.
2: Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> as as backstory as I could. I mean, that's, no, that's no,
0: the- no, no. I just have to ask. Like, so you know, Scott tells you, no, man, it's a thing. Like, it's intense. And then you show up at the waterfront and you do the sound check. You still don't know what you're in for. And then the first set starts. What, what's going through your head? Like, were you like, "Holy shit, he was right. This is a thing"?
2: Or, um, no. I mean, it, I mean, again, I. These are the things. What the things we're talking about right now are those things I have to block out. Yeah. Okay. okay, got yeah. it. Yeah totally i didn't really know notice what that thing was so if but i guess that story sounded relevant just in the sense that when i do go see one if i were to be out in the crowd i would get that experience that scott's talking about mm, and scott's sure. also right out front and he sees everything and i'm like hiding behind a drum kit no matter who i'm playing with or what i'm doing so yeah that's a lot to begin with i'm like protected back there yeah but it was like i could feel the levity of the like i could sense that like this was a dangerous thing
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> everybody thought like why are we doing this you know like how is this the right thing i played with evan his drum tech who's um i think 18 now i and thank god he was there i mean playing with him was really great. He's watched Joe, all these gigs. He knows exactly how he plays. I'm hugely influenced by Joe just for, for just to throw that out there. I mean, I was a huge duo fan. That was like a big part of my musical upbringing, but, um, but yeah, I have to block out all that, that stuff that Scott was talking about. It's just funny that the first experience I did have. That is trippy. <laughs> filling in for Joe at that moment. It just
0: goes so. to show. What, whatever that grand architect of the universe, whatever that thing is that controls everything, it has a fucking great sense of humor.
2: It's playing tricks on me constantly. Yeah, man, (laughs) it's it's
0: fucking funny as shit. Um, I want to uh, extend an invite to you uh, when you do come back to Portland, man. If you need um anything, if you need anything, if you need somewhere quiet yeah and somewhere to just kind of but not too quiet yeah not
2: too quiet (laughs) you have the chatter
0: yes if you if you need a safe
2: space man and you just you want to get some good food
0: and relax doors open man
2: this is what i want to these are the type of relationships i want to have man i i can't thank you enough for having me on i'm a fan of the podcast you guys really sort of set a really great tone in the scene thank you
3: That means a lot, man. Yeah, that means so much, John. Mm -hmm. For real, that
1: means a lot. I want to say thank you for sharing, well, not just your awesome album, but yourself today, because I can see how careful you are with doing that. Um, I'm sure for many reasons, but thanks for being open and Mm -hmm. and sharing and getting. Comforting. This has been very comforting. Yeah, I I really appreciate your vibe and your tone of how you put yourself out there thank you
2: thank you guys seriously it's been an awesome pleasure all right Aww. we'll stay in touch john okay
1: congratulations right. on being a new dad man and rocking yes, it.
0: right on brother
3: enjoy that penny
1: <laughs> all right take Peace. care my friend <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm I'm wild.
1: What else is there to say, man? Sometimes there's just a mic drop, and that's all that needs. To, that's all.
0: I I I'm tongue tied right now. I real I knew that John was going to be an intense, heavy, cool person. Very, How'd thought, you know very that? Very thoughtful. I, because him when we spoke on the phone that time, he is the only only guest that we've ever had booked for the show that has called prior to coming on to say, I just want to talk to you and hear your voice and see who you are before I come on your show. I love that. Right?
1: I love that. Like, well, now
3: talking to him, it dope. makes sense. Absolutely. He's very thoughtful of everything that's going on in his head and the way he approaches music and his, his just the whole style. You
1: know, it reminds me of the opposite of what I was up like brought up in um there's no hurry it's like methodical in the sense not necessarily like ocd but like uh measured yeah it's it's i don't it's refreshing
0: yeah man and his
1: his um steadiness and it's
0: classy as fuck too i think that's classy like, that kind of... Well, classy here, as
3: fuck. It is
1: classy <laughs> as fuck. And one well, after
3: listening to what he taught, ever thought about that. That's amazing. All of these people he's playing with, he's got them after they've gone through their shit. Yeah. he's so got, he's getting he the best like, of them. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting the influence of their shit was is over with, and he knows what how ha- You know, like, seeing that growing up and then... When he's, now that he's playing with them, um, like you said, like 31, it's amazing. He's that seen he's, them
1: really, literally in their prime. We think yeah. that they're in their prime when they're in their 20s, killing it. No, they're in their prime when they're done with all their dumb shit. Done with the drugs, done with the girls, done with the partying. They're, focused they're just life. focused on the music, making sure people are having a good time, and getting mm-hmm. rest so they can freaking keep, keep cranking out it. more creative stuff.
0: Well to take it even a step further, think about this. Like we talk about the energy of a show and like the spiritual experience of it, you know? And he has literally was incubated in that Mm -hmm. from the time he was able to attend the show until now. That is somebody that has been like, immersed in the psychedelic vibration their entire life Yeah,
3: he was planted and grew in that his entire life yeah he's always been part of it it's natural and and
0: i can see why he's measured careful cautious cautious, because our scene has a lot of danger in it
1: absolutely
0: and um Uh, being around it you would have to be like that, or you become a casualty,
3: and that's why it's so. It that is we always I guess well flattery, yeah, that is flattery. That somebody like that because of his approach that we hear to music and everything, he's very technical. Very, he's listened to us and enjoys that to hear from somebody like that. That somebody that that is a musician, a producer, all these things. He's the third part. To, to, to hear from him, that you know that we sound good and he likes it and stuff that feels really it's high good. Thank you so it's high much, praise, John. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, Darwin oh Darwin Sorry, is you just I could not. demolish like, Apples this. trying
1: to be all sweet and thoughtful and I it's can't. It's like Sodom
3: and Gomorrah in here. It's like Brimstone and fire all yeah, of a sudden.
1: It like, smells like hot uh, ass. Apples being sweet and talking <laughs> about like, you know, thoughtful and then this is the third time during this interview that Darwin's butt is right toward me and is like... (sighs) Really, welcome like my, my eyes. Welcome to hurt. No simple
0: road. <laughs> do you look? You look like your
1: eyes. Your <laughs> a little red,
3: squinty. It looks you like you're look offended. Gonna cry.
1: I am offended, and I want to keep having a good attitude uh, about the interview. But Darwin screwed it up. All
3: right, yeah. Let's go out of the studio. now. We are, no, no, and, uh, we'll
0: be back next week with more stuff and things, John.
1: Thanks, John. Thank you so, so much. Door always open, man. Yeah, all of all that you do and you guys, and your
0: knowledge. Take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Wash your hands. Hold your nose when your dog farts and uh we'll see you next week take care man we March love you guys
4: lives.
2: Not equal the perplexities of the current road. is the best song.